97.3. Accra. There can be no other 97.3. No need to change. Keep it tuned to CV. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, my neighbor. Good morning to life. Good morning. Music. Talk. Inspiration. In perspective. Express yourself. Good morning, my neighbor. City FM, your station. It's a refreshing lifestyle. City FM. 97.3 Romans chapter 8 and verse 18 says for I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us listen myself how did he do it made such a sacrifice and the ones that he loved wanted him crucified and he knew that his friends would betray him and he knew that his blood would be shed he could have burned someone else in his place, but instead he said, Amen. Mm, I surrender. I surrender. my will and my yours. I lift my hands and say, Amen. So I looked at my tests and trials. They can't compare his pain and if he can go through it surely i can do the same oh lord i bless you for all of the bad and i bless you for all of the good and the place where i stand you have already stood Biggest conversation. Hey, 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 man. My soul say, hey, man. 
22 minutes past the hour of six. One of the the my favorite scriptures around this this season, Romans chapter eight, verse eighteen. It says, "For I reckon that the sufferings of the present time are not worthy to be compared to the glory that will be released." I think that's powerful. I think that is awesome. I reckon that the sufferings of the present time cannot be compared to the glory which shall be revealed not for us but in us. So it means that sometimes suffering is a means for you to reflect glory. And he's not even saying like the sufferings will produce glory. He says they are not worthy to be compared. What did he see? What does a person see about their future that makes them embrace the sufferings of the present time? Not to be subjugated forever, but to pay the price for ultimate freedom. Because at the end of the day, freedom will cost you something. And we need to distinguish between deliverance and freedom. I think yesterday we spoke about this, that freedom is not just the release from the oppressor it is also the deliverance from oppression because you can have a delivered person who is still not free because you can you can remove the chain from a person but the person still behaves and you see that that proverbial um, elephant who had the, the the chain tied to their leg and they basically were delivered because the, the chain was removed but in their mind they were still stuck to that chair so what we need in this season is not just deliverance i.e the people who are oppressing us should leave us alone that's, 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 that's because you can be delivered but still not free so what we actually need to focus on is freedom which comes from knowing the truth so knowledge is actually the, the price you pay for freedom knowledge knowledge and one of the things we need to know is that there is a place for suffering but also that we have a responsibility because in the land of slavery, the oppressor is responsible for everything. And you can blame them for everything that happens to you. But as soon as you get your independence, allegedly, you must be responsible for your own self, responsible for producing your own goods, responsible for your exports, your own decisions. You can blame the IMF for all you want, but the IMF is not your problem. It's your own mismanagement. Right? So I think it's very important for us to understand the difference between deliverance which is instant, but freedom, which is a process. That's why Bob Marley said, emancipate yourselves from mental slavery. It's more deadly than physical slavery. The way we think about Ghana, we think about ourselves, is very, very serious. So, this morning, Dietrich Harden says, I don't think the sufferings of the present time are worthy to be compared to glory. This is a man who's free. This is a man who's free. He knows. He knows that there's glory ahead. That's why he will strive. That's why he will work. So let's get our shoulders today. Let's work. Let's build the country. Let's make things happen. Business is brought to you by ADB, the People's Bank. Call or visit our branches 0302-210-210 or 0302-224043. We're offering you a variety of personal loans, including top-ups at significantly reduced interest rates. Enjoy a longer term of up to six years and offer open to non-customers as well. This is the City Breakfast Show.
the city's biggest conversation. So it's 6.30 on uh, Tuesday morning. And we're getting to news about review brought to you by Fidelity Bank. We have a new branch at Oyarifa. We are Ghana's largest privately owned bank. A closer step to you. We are available for banking throughout the week for all of you who live in around that area. Oyarifa is in between Ibri, Oyibi, Danfa, Ayimensa, Pantan and Abokobi. So we're looking forward to serving you. Fidelity Bank, believe you, believe with us. And of course, Total is proud to be associated with the favorite newspaper review segment. And it's a breakthrough innovation we've introduced called the Quartz Engine Oil with ART. Improves your engine's performance. And protection of your engine against mechanical wear by up to 74%. Choose course from Total Energies today. Choose the engine oil that keeps your engine running efficiently and effectively. So a bit of, um, I'm, I'm not sure if it's uncertainty over the planned picketing of the bondholders because yesterday as of, I don't know, 9 p.m., 
um, think they were still talking about picketing this morning. And then when I finished the point of view around 10.30 in the evening, I got a release very late in the night from the Ministry of Finance that they had paid outstanding coupons. Okay, now I'm not sure, I don't know how to verify the payment, but they sent that statement out. So the bondholders then sent a new statement around 11 p.m. that the picketing had been suspended. So I don't know. So somebody should call them and ask them what's going on. I'm not sure I know what's happening. So this morning I got a statement, Senor Hosea co-signed with Dr. Joel Jangma Akwete. So Senyo is the convener of the IBF and then um, Joel Jangma Akwete is the convener of the IBHAG mm. and then the, the headline or heading is and is dated 11 July which is today so it obviously came in the night. Suspension of picketing and it says the mounting frustration over government's neglect coupled with the unjustifiable withholding of payment of coupons and principal amounts for approximately 150 days drove us to a plan drove us to plan a march to and an overwhelming occupation of the ministry of finance named occupy finance even before the occupy finance march would begin victory has been brought to our doors with government announcing at 11:40 p.m. yesterday of its payment of all outstanding principals and coupons and a commitment to honor the mou of 16 may 2023 considering this development the joint steering committee of the ibf and ibag has decided to suspend the march and picketing unless the government breaches its commitment again we remain indeed angry but we choose to exercise extreme self-control provided <clears throat> that the government continues to fulfill its obligations promptly as agreed the government is aware that we have engaged in negotiations in good faith. The agitation today are a result of its own failings and poor communication. All should note that there is a limit to our patience. We congratulate every one of our gallant and, uh, members and sympathizers, some of whom traveled from Wa, Takradi, Bogoso, Borgatanga, Senyabreku, Kumasi, and Klefet Demete, and many other towns as well as others who have had to reschedule their travels to be able to fight the, for the good of all. You are the Ghanaians Ghana needs today. We salute you. Today's victory marks a battle won, but we must remember that the journey ahead is a war. We must remain steadfast and united to sustain our progress and ensure justice for all. Signed, Senyo Kosi Hosi, convener IBF, and Joel Jangma Akwete, convener IBAG. So, the, the couple of questions... 11.40 p.m. is when the Ministry of Finance announced that the payments had been made. So, is it that the payments will then re reflect in the accounts later? Of, of I mean, it's it's a, like a bulk payment so that you can go and confirm that today. <laughs> so, that's yeah, so good. that's, I read this because no paper has it. Yeah, that's so, good. Yeah. So, that's the latest yeah. story. Yeah. Positive development there. Let's start with the yeah, time scale. I just hope that it does not become the, 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 the norm that every time the people have to agitate go and sit there with mm. vigil and all of that before payment is made because it's not, it's not sustainable but this, this this one doesn't even have the pensioner bond this is the ib and i back yeah that's not the it. pensioners have been have been picketing yeah that's what i'm saying that it it, it doesn't make sense you owe the people the money pay the money when the team matures just pay it it'd be your money 
No, I'm Charlie. I'm affected. Though. I know you predestined life for me. The Ghanaian Times says this morning reducing non communicable diseases burden. Ghana can bag 3.5 billion Ghana cities in revenue from alcohol, tobacco, and sugar sweet, uh, sweetened beverage. Uh, taxes related to those to cater for government health spending, according to the World Health Organization. Also, we are told that the Attorney General has filed an injunction against Cassius Mining's um, $300 million international arbitration. And then two brothers drown in pond at abandoned quarry site. It's a tragic story. Mm. And road minister inspects toll road construction, reconstruction. The coverage of the Daily Graphic goes with the mining disputes. AG fights $300 million claim. Uh, the Ministry of Health advocates increasing duties on tobacco, alcohol, and contingency fund now stands at 200 million Ghana cities, according to the finance minister. Okay, let me take you to the business analyst. Big story, interest rates to rise further in coming weeks as government seeks more liquidity to finance its projects. Also, we are told this morning that actuable gas plant back to full-scale operations Power outages to reduce. Yesterday there was another, you know, major outage. Uh, Bank of Ghana to auction 120 million US dollars to BDCs in the third quarter of 2023, and then another story says threads up signs up to 100 million users. In less than a week. This lawsuit, I'm waiting for HDDB. One page of the Daily Guide newspaper, Ghanaian shoots two family members in US. I'm innocent. Aisha Huang pleads ex-NDC MP son jailed in the US. The final says National Health Insurance Authority clears 1 billion Ghana cities in areas solving cash flow challenges facing service providers. Dr. Bernardo Kobo is here on the front page wearing his usual bow tie. Um, also, suspend planned release of all public lands, according to Occupy Ghana. Residents of Lawoshima appeal for breach to enable students to get to school mm. daily. And the story here that says Nkrumah Memorial Park opens to public Again. from today. Yes. So you have heard it here first. Or is, it here first? is it still free? No, 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 I don't. I, no, I would check tell you because about they, you know, when the no, when the initial statement for suspension mm-hmm. was sent, they said they were closing it to commercialize or yeah. to start commercial. I operation. think they will collect money, but they can't do that without parliament. No, but they had an old fee. Ah, so they can use that. One. So they can use that okay. in the meantime. Well, I will get into the details of the story. Mm. I think it's the front page of the Anchor newspaper. Very sad images on the front page. Thousands of houses submerged at Ujira in Zama mm. after Ankobra overflows, but no relief oh. uh, has come to them. Oh. NPP opens nomination for orphan seats today. Eugenahin, Ken mm. Granchi, Jefferson Saki, Dokua Akusia Menu, others to pick for. Hmm. Okay, let me take you to the overseer. The hmm. big story says Baumia knocks Ashanti MP's heads with running mate promise. <laughs> How many of them is he promising? He's knocking their head. <laughs> <laughs> Asin North is a special constituency minority leader mm-hmm. um, is quoted here saying and then re-roofing of second, second day market yeah. finally fixed by MP. You are pronouncing this right. Mesa. Second day. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, those days. Big man wearing glasses. He's a proper lawyer. He's a big man. Mahama doubts Pablo for making the NDC youth win yeah. vibrant. Yeah. Finally, for me, the front page of the graphic business, mm. Banks Breach Deposit Act 
more DDP losses expected. Hmm. 17 billion Ghana CDs yet to be captured. Okay, Fitch warns of rising interest costs on domestic debt. And ECG needs private investment, according to ACE. I have a lot of stories on citynewsroom.com in terms of headlines for you. I'm starting with the government paying all outstanding arrears owed in the bondholders. This is uh, really on citynewsroom.com. God's anger hey, will not elude persons engaged in Galamse. From Pomboatin speaking. Okay. High Court to rule on Jati Kwesin's stay of proceedings application today. Meanwhile, he has cited Katie Hammond for contempt. Meanwhile, oh, Boatier Jaku says, I am the right person to unite MPP for election 2024. Mm-hmm. And then Nadmo blames climate change dumping of filth into drains for whole flooding. So these are some of the key stories on City Newsroom. City Business News also leads with the uh, government honoring obligation. But two more. Apparel manufacturers call for increased investments to boost industry. This is from yesterday. Challenges that warranted unplanned gas cut resolved according to Ghana Gas and Bank of Ghana to auction $120 million to BDCs in the third quarter of 2023. Now, a couple of sports stories. Um, the GFA is in the news. They have no, uh, upheld the decision stories. on Anglo Gold. My John online, individual bondholders pick it suspended. This is they are attributing this to Franklin Kujo. Uh, Carpenter sentenced to two years imprisonment for stabbing a man with a knife. And then um, Parliament to adequately debate Narcotics Control Act according to Kwame Anyimedu Enchi who is the head of the subsidiary legislation committee. Fifi Kwete is telling voters, don't sell your conscience, vote on issues in 2024. I'll give you two final stories. Bloomberg has a very troubling story for me. Poisoned cough syrup killed kids. Authorities cut the investigation. Now, this cough syrup suspected of killing 12 kids in Cameroon, according to this analysis, was probably made in India. And then the US FDA uncovered failures in India's pharma factories and it appears there's some level of cover-up. This is not the first time. There's also poisoned cough syrup in Gambia. Yes. Right. So we have to be very careful the kinds of things we allow into this country. Mm-hmm. They also have an analysis of Wagner, and they are saying Wagner will keep part of its Africa business after Russia mutiny. So the, what they are doing in Africa is business. They've always said they are business. So. Yeah, they are destabilizing the region, but they say they are soldiers of fortune. So mm-hmm. they, they are, And there's a whole analysis on, on them. There's also a conversation about Turkey agrees to back Sweden's NATO bid to boost alliance. The BBC is also talking about NATO. NATO looks for unity over war in Ukraine. And then there's... Stop the irresponsibility. Oh. Let's cut oh. the killings oh. and go oh. for peace. Oh. What kind of thing oh. is going on in this world? Say it again, my brother. It's like, I don't even understand. So in City Sports, Congress approved suspension of Ashgold SC. This is an official story. And then Kurt Okraku has admitted at the same event that officiating at Ghana's football divisions has been poor. So, and then Kujo Fianu has left the door open for the Kotoko CEO jobs. Lots of sports stories okay. this morning. All right, Sky, I want to start with you. Where do you want to go this morning? Okay, let me tell the people about that. Unfortunately, Bernard, I just wanted to draw your attention uh-huh. to the story on the Kwame Nkrumah Memorial Park reopening today. Mm-hmm. The story says it is opening today, Tuesday, the July 11, 2023. Uh-huh. And they are quoting the acting director of PAC, Edward Kweku. Kwao. Uh, Kwao, actually. Kwao as having announced this in a statement released yesterday. Mm-hmm. Now, the park is monumental project expected to boost Ghana's international tourist arrival significantly 
and it's one of the 10 most visited sites in Ghana. Mm -hmm. Now, it goes on to give you a history, the new look that has been done, how much it it's expected, you know, we, we sank into it. Mm -hmm. And then also, how many tourist arrivals will be hitting Ghana in excess of 1.5 million or so, mm -hmm. thereabout. But it doesn't tell us it's how still free. Well, yeah, it's not. The story is somewhat... So, and you assume that. it's free. Once they haven't changed the status. So, but you should prepare and put somebody, something in your pocket, just in case. But it's looking beautiful. Mm -hmm. Please, please, please. Go there today and have fun. Look yeah, at what's happening there. Myself, I'll go there you today. You don't know how much they are charging. All right, so that's the front page yeah, of the, the finder. Let me yeah, take you to the daily graphic that is to discuss this mining dispute. Mm -hmm. uh, the Attorney General and Minister of Justice, Godfrey Wadami, has gone to court to stop an Australian mining firm, Cassius Mining Limited, from pursuing an international arbitration seeking $300 million $300 million compensation mm -hmm. from the government of Ghana. Cassius has been fighting Ghana in international arbitration forums since February this year, seeking compensation over what it claimed were unfair treatment and breaches of mining laws by the government of Ghana's failure to extend the term of the company's prospecting license agreement after exercising its contractual right of extension. Mm -hmm. Now, Ghana is accusing the uh, company of what is called forum shopping mm -hmm. and says that um, the... The the first, they are just changing. Yes, the the company first took this to the Hague, mm -hmm. where um, whoever will hear my Hague, case, I will go. I will go. The Hague declined jurisdiction after Ghana mm. Ghana made a case, and so, so now, are we winning? Well, this case will be heard at the High Court, so we'll wait and see. Now there was a story about the economy, interest okay, rates where to go one. up, banks, all kinds okay, of. Okay, let me take you to page three. Then yeah. the business uh, graphic business. Yeah. But Fitch is warning of rising interest costs on domestic debt. Mm -hmm. uh, Fitch has warned Ghana about the rising interest costs on its domestic debt, even after securing a program with the IMF. Mm -hmm. Fitch's assessment raises doubts about the country's overall debt sustainability in the medium term. Mm -hmm. uh, during a recent webinar on the topic of Africa sovereigns amid financing crunch. The director of emerging markets at Fitch to be else cautioned Ghana and other African countries and other African governments about the mounting interest costs associated with domestic markets. Now on the front page of the same paper, mm -hmm. banks' activities on the domestic bond market was a clear case of poor risk management practice of poor risk management practices and a breach of the banks and specialized deposit taking act, mm -hmm. according to Dr. Richmond Etia. Okay. Let's Still stay with the, the economy. economy. Uh, if you go to the business analyst, mm -hmm. there's a story that interest rates to rise further in coming weeks. Eish. And the story says interest rates are expected to rise mm -hmm. further in the coming weeks mm -hmm. as government seeks uh, more liquidity to finance its projects. Now, this is okay. coming on the back of competitive yields on the Bank of Ghana's open marketing operation bail. Mm -hmm. The story continues to say that interest rates hit nearly 30% in, uh, on Friday, uh, July 7, 2023, as the government recorded a 31% oversubscription of Treasury bills sale. Mm -hmm. Now, the oversubscription was primarily a result of the lower target of 1.57 billion Ghana cities. However, the cost of borrowing continues to rise, nearing the free domestic debt exchange program. Uh, Did they give the average rates in the story? Uh, okay, investors submitted combined bids with uh, uh, what 2.07 billion Ghana cities across the 91 treasury, uh, 91 day uh, to one, uh, 364 day T bills, exceeding the target and the total. Uh, They're talking about the amount. I'm talking about anyway. Billion. Now I'm asking this and because. Then, hold on, let me see. You know, no, 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 they didn't. Money. So they are just saying. Now I'm asking this guy. If you go to Argentina, mm. the central bank of Argentina raised its key interest rate on Monday by six percentage points mm -hmm. to guess what, ninety-seven percent, mm. in an effort to tackle soaring inflation that has reached a thirty-year high. 
Now, in context, central banks across the world, not only Ghana, are struggling to rein in inflation, but it's a particular problem in Argentina where the annual inflation rate soared above 100% last month. Mm -hmm. That's the highest level since the early 1990s. And currently, Venezuela and Zimbabwe are the only two countries experiencing higher inflation than Argentina, according to IMF. By comparison, inflation is below 5% in the US, where the central bank has raised key interest rates by 5 percentage points over 14 months. Mm -hmm. And then it's the same thing. Argentina's central bank is hoping that the rate hike will incentivize investments in the country's currency according to the central bank statement released on Monday. As and that's the same notebook we are all reading from. Yeah. As for the inflation, recently I watched a documentary on, uh, you know, what's the name? Lebanese economy. Yeah. Lebanon. I mean, the inflation rate in that country is, is astronomical. And my problem is that our inflation was supposed to be going down. And then the last one they released started inching up again. Inching up again. So we have to push it down again. <laughs> Let me take you to... Oh yeah, oh yeah, they uh, Bank of Ghana to auction yeah. $120 million to BDCs. Exactly. The story yeah. is on page five of the business analyst. It says mm -hmm. the Bank of Ghana will, in the third quarter of 2023, sell $120 million US dollars to bulk oil distribution companies under the FX Forward uh, auction calendar for the same period. Now, the calendar, um, it goes on to say $40 million each will be auctioned in July, August, mm -hmm. and September. Now, further breakdown suggests that uh, $20 million US dollars each will be sold on July 14 and um, 28. Now, $20 million each will be sold mm -hmm. on auction uh, from August 15 and August uh, to August 30, mm -hmm. respectively. Now, the central bank will again sell $20 million uh, on September 14 and $20 million on September right. 20. Now, it goes on to give you further details, but this is good for people who want to... Let's come to bold the bolt environment. Yes. Let's talk about the Nzema area. In yes. Hope. yes, so thousands of houses submerged at Gra. In Zema, after Ancobra overflows, but no relief support. This is the Ancon page two, mm -hmm. and um, the images are really, really Peter very similar yeah. to what happened in yes. the Keta now, area. But this flooding occurred after a series of heavy downpours. Mm -hmm. um, residents told the Ancon that since 1968, My God. the area had not experienced such flooding, and uh, residents were left helpless and unable to salvage anything. Mm. Uh, the disaster, which took many by surprise, occurred last week as the water lasted in the affected communities for about a week. Hey. Uh, residents are saying that they haven't heard from NADMO or any other relief agency in the area. Meanwhile, NADMO is blaming climate change, dumping of filth into drains for host flooding. The Volta Regional Director of NADMO, uh, this is the National Disaster Management Organization, Ivy Amaruga, has identified climate change, engineering problems, building on waterways, and indiscriminate dumping of filth in drains as the cause or the causes of the flooding in Ho on Saturday. Now, according to her, the climate change had an effect, even though it's been raining all this while. We've never experienced such volumes of rainwater in Ho. Some aspects are also engineering problems and building on waterways and indiscriminate throwing. I told you I saw filth. Oh, yes. I mean, it was sad. And this is particularly in the shopping areas. Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. She spoke on Eyewitness News yesterday. She says these conclusions were reached after conducting checks in collaboration with other stakeholders following the heavy rains over the weekend. The floods exposed areas that were not adhering to the established rules for who known as the oxygen city okay. she said okay let's stay in that particular part of town because there's a story on the page 10 of the finder that says i will not relent on necessary demolitions to fix hole this is according to the mc for the area mr divine boson uh, mm -hmm. who is the whole municipal chief executive has warned that the assembly would not hesitate to clamp down uh, on illegal and unauthorized structures in the municipality he said about 90 percent of buildings in flood prone areas mm. had no permit and had been situated with no recourse to the layout and development 
of the municipality and such structures will be pulled down soon. Now, the MCE was storing affected areas in the municipality uh, following the heavy downpour. And then staying in the Volta region, yeah. there's, there's another story on the same page that says residents of Laoshima appeal for bridge to enable students to get to school daily. And you can see a photograph of students trying to... But, but there are two nice stories uh, here you didn't you didn't mention. Yeah, no, I will come back. Ghanaian Times. Assembly destroys Tuazafi flower dried on pavement. I was coming to that. Tell it to that. They didn't dry. Now, the, the residents of Laoshima, Hagoji, uh, Mamima, and Strongbe uh, farming communities in the Keta municipality of the Volta region have appealed for support to uh, construct bridges over the river connecting these areas for easy movement. Well, two this quick, two quick stories before we go to the court. Mm. Assembly destroys Tozafi flower dried on pavement. This is Ayawaso East municipality. Mm. Destroyed over 200 kilograms of contaminated maize flour meant for the preparation of the local dish Tozafi for safety. The environmental health officers seized contaminated flour and properly disposed them off after they were informed that it had been dried on unprotected plastic sheets mixed with sand on pavements along the Kanda to Kaukudi Highway. Mm. Oh, the flower had been dried eight hours daily on the pavement with some angry pedestrians walking through and sometimes spitting on it. They also exp- they and this may be used to cook food and so to you, but it's not only two, they are also exposed to particles mm-hmm. of smoke from vehicle exhaust fumes mm-hmm. and one out lorry tires. You know, if we our environmental health officers are allowed to do their work. Mm-hmm. A lot of communicable diseases will be stopped. Exactly. Because you go and buy food and eat, you start running, you don't know why. Yeah. You put Tuozafi flour on the near the roads for, for eight hours. It is not only Tuozafi. I mean, if you travel to the towns and villages of this country, you see that, you know, the pepper, the dry ones that yes. you buy. Normally, yes. they dry it on the road. The uh, floor. Yeah, the floor like that. They are bobby and all of these things. You see them sometimes drying them along the roadside. So, a lot more needs to be done to contain you know, activity. Now, like the that. High Court in Accra will today, July 11, deliver a ruling on application for stay of proceedings in the case involving Asin North legislator James Chachi Kwesin. The MP is undergoing trial at the High Court in Accra on charges of forgery and perjury. Lawyers for the MP have moved an application for the court to stay proceedings to allow for the court to appeal. Of appeal to hear it's appeal to review a decision by the trial judge to hear the case on a daily basis. Now, second story in relation to this, he has cited Katie Hammond for contempt, mm. and the story is on the same website. Member of Parliament for Asin North, James Asikwesen, has cited and before Dancia Sokra, who doubles as Minister for Trade and Industry, Katie Hammond for contempt. Mr. Kwesen had filed the necessary processes at the High Court to get the court to punish Katie Hammond for making what he deemed a prejudiced comment in an ongoing case against the Asin North legislator. Well, staying in court, um, Aisha Huang is on page 6 of the Daily Guide and she says she's innocent. According to her, neither she as an individual nor her company, Golding Asia, located in Kumasi, were engaged in mining or provided mining assistance to anyone as the company was not licensed to do so, although that was the object of setting up the company. Okay, let me bring your attention to a story that um, is on page 4 of the Ghanaian Times. Mm-hmm. Political leaders seek solution mm-hmm. to a Futugomwa land dispute. Mm-hmm. The story is by my good friend Julius Yao Petechi, and it says that political leaders in the Futu and Goma areas of the central region mm-hmm. have constituted a bipartisan committee to find lasting solution to the escalating uh, land dispute with a call on chiefs and residents to remain calm. Now, the committee uh, comprises of the members of parliament for Efutu and deputy majority leader uh, Alexander Penyo Marking, Nana Eia uh, Kwansa, Goma mm-hmm. Central MP, the deputy minister of interior Richard Jian uh, uh, Mensa, who is mm-hmm. the Goma West MP, and Desmond Petu, who is the Goma East member of parliament. And then district chief executives involved are uh, Alhaji 
Beiru Kasim, Municipal Chief Executive for the Futu uh, area, uh, Kojo Utu, who is the District Chief Executive for Goma Central, and Bismarck B. Uh, Nkum, mm-hmm. who is the DC for the Goma you know, when you, West DC, I, I like as the, well as Solomon Kwam. I like the way they are working. So these are MPs from different parties. Yeah, that's right. When you mention the Deputy Minister's name, I didn't know him. You know, there's something I, oh, yeah, I, I yeah, noticed. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of you know, when I started this job, yeah. if somebody's a minister or a deputy minister, mm-hmm. there's a uh, like this calendar with their name and now I don't know a lot of the deputy ministers. Yeah. So this guy, this Goma, is a woman. Yeah. No, you mentioned some deputy minister. Yeah, she's a, it's a deputy. deputy yeah. No, you mentioned two. Yeah, nah, nah, yeah. No, there's another one. You no. mentioned you mentioned two deputy ministers. No, there's only one. No, you did. You really? mentioned, I'm telling you. You said Nani, yeah, and there's another guy. So the committee, blah blah blah, central Nana Eya Kwanza Goma Central MP and Deputy Minister for Interior. No, just she's eh. yeah, she's the only. Oh, let me give you. Let I, me I give don't you. know the Deputy Minister's I, Unfortunately, yeah. Who's the Who's the Deputy Minister for Roads? I have to do Deputy Minister. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. You don't know Deputy Minister for Roads. I don't. I don't remember. That's Jalula. J- oh, really? I, I, William Jalula. I don't. I don't know. And then the woman. Yeah, there was a lady MP for something in Ashanti. Okay. Who's the Deputy Minister for Health? I don't know. Is it Tina Mensa? I don't know. Is it still the deputy minister for health? I don't even know. The education I know, Doctor, um, what is it called? Reverend. Uh, in um, Team Forjo. Yeah. Reverend Team Forjo. But is it one or two? Two. Who's the second one? <laughs> I don't even. I know. think um, Madame. <laughs> no, she's no longer there. Okay, she's, so it's only one deputy for education. Sorry, we need to check. The only one we know is finance. Deputy. What are minister for? Deputy minister for railway. Railway. <laughs> railway. No, I don't. Really deputy minister for really. transport. No, hey, uh, no uh, my good friend. Uh, what's the what's name? The name? Uh, well, Damango. Deputy. Uh, yeah, yeah, deputy minister. Well, the former MPA boss. Uh, is he not the Fikai? No, Tampuli. former. What? Tampuli. Yeah, Hassan Tampuli. Okay, what's the deputy minister for? Aloski, let me give you yes. I don't, I don't a story know. before you fire me. The GFA <laughs> the deputy minister for sports? He was willing last week. If I was supposed to be GFA to invest more, but I, I agree with you. So last week I didn't know who was the point I'm making. No, your deputy no, the point I'm making is that either their stock has fallen, yeah. the media is no longer interested, their roles are no longer consequential, or there's something wrong. The, the third one, I like the third one. The right. deputy minister that I see a lot is the deputy the minister for no, um, apart from finance, is employment. Employment, okay. Okay. Uh, he's called Bobby. He's always in the news. And Duka too. Yes, Meku Duka. And then Mesa. The city's biggest conversation. City Business News with Vivian Kaluko brought to you by Goyle and MTN. Good morning, Vivian. Good morning, Bernard. We'll start with the individual bondholders forum because government says it has outstanding settled all outstanding areas old members of the individuals bondholders forum now the finance ministry in a statement to update the group stressed that coupons and principles due up to june 19 have all been paid while instructions for payment of coupons falling due up yesterday july 10 2023 have also been sent out. Now, members of the Coalition of Individual Bondholders Group have threatened to picket later today at the premises of the Finance Ministry to demand payments of their outstanding principles and coupons. Now, the group made up of the Ghana Individual Bondholders Forum and the Individual Bondholders Association of Ghana lament that the government has failed to honor a memorandum of understanding meant to guide the agreed payment plan. But the government in its release said it has paid all arrears on coupons of bonds maturing by 31st May 2023, as well as coupons falling due from 1st June 2023, 
prepare the terms of the MOU. Mem meanwhile, members of the Coalition of Individual Bondholders Group have suspended their planned picketing at the premises of the Finance Ministry due to the development. Now, the Treasury market is reported to have exceeded its financing target for the first half of 2023. This comes at a time when new short-term debts surpassed 13.64 billion CDs in the first half of this year were issued. Now, however, demand for Treasury bills eased in the second quarter after experiencing a surge in the first quarter driven by attractive yield levels and market uncertainties. However, in a city business news interview, financial analyst with GCB Capital, Courage Buti, opines that in the second half of the year, the Treasury market will continue to present mixed performance until the government stress its debt issues. In the second half of the year, we are expecting the government to revise its budget uh, to reflect some of the seasons it made, or reduce the deficit to be financed. And then there is also the talk of final debt restructuring, second leg of domestic debt restructuring. When they finish all of that, it reduces the interest obligation or debt service obligation they immediately face, and the savings from there can begin to be channeled into uh, financing of the budget or into other activities that will reduce borrowing and lose on the short end of the market. The hope also is that the World Bank has promised some money uh, as part of the program. The AFDB will do something similar. A number of other development partners will come through with some funding uh, for the program going forward. And so the expectation is that when those loans start coming in, it will reduce the need to do short-term borrowing. Uh, it is then that we'll begin to see yields begin to trend down. Uh, but between now and then maybe end of uh, quarter three going into quarter four, because we have accepted significantly higher than the issuance size or the rollover target for each of the options in the first half of the year, we now have larger target sizes. That was financial analyst with GCB Capital, Courage Putty. Meanwhile, the Chamber of Bulk Oil Distributors has welcomed the Bank of Ghana's decision to extend the Forex auction, saying it will help address the Forex liquidity challenges and stabilize the city. The central bank will sell over $100 million to bulk oil distribution companies in the third quarter of this year. Let's find out what the BTCs have been saying on this development. The Bank of Ghana recently announced plans to sell $120 million to the bulk oil distribution companies BDCs in the third quarter of 2023. This will be done via the FX Forward auction calendar for the third quarter of 2023. $40 million each would be auctioned in July 2023, August and September 2023 respectively. $20 million each will be sold on July 14 and 28, 2023, respectively. Another $40 million will be sold in August 2023. $20 million each would be sold on August 15 and August 30, 2023, respectively. The central bank will once more sell $40 million in September 2023. The FX support to the BDCs is expected to reduce the dollar liquidity constraints the oil marketers go through. Dr. Patrick Kukufuri is the chief executive officer of the Chamber of Bulk Oil Distributors Ghana, and he says the move will go a long way to address the forex liquidity challenges faced by the BDCs. We more than happy about the decision by the central bank to extend the forest auction for another quarter 
and this move by the central bank i can tell you it will definitely help address the forest liquidity challenge and also give a sense of comfort in the market that can also help to stabilize the currency as most currency traders were expecting that would this program going off they were definitely going to take advantage of the situation whereby they know that the BDCs will be running health as knowing that they cannot be guaranteed a certain amount from the central bank and that they will. That was the CEO of the Chamber of Bulk Oil Distributors, Ghana, Dr. Patrick Kwikufuri, ending that report filed by Nashika Caesar. Let's find out how the city is performing this morning. Let's go to the Interbank Foreign Exchange Market, where banks trade among themselves. The dollar remained unchanged, is selling at 11 cities. The British pound also stayed at 14, 14 cities, 1 peso. The euro remained unchanged, also selling at 12 cities. At Forex bureaus in the capital, the dollar could be sold to you at 11 cities, 70 pesos while the British pound could be sold to you at 14 cities, 95 pesos, and the euro at 12 cities, 70 pesos. The Institute of Statistical, Social and Economic Research, ESA, has stressed the importance of a breakdown of the country's housing deficit figures to gain a more accurate understanding of the marginalized groups affected. By focusing on key areas with affordable housing projects, ESA plans to assess the occupants' status and employment situations. This in-depth analysis, the Institute believes, will shed light on the challenges faced by the poor in accessing affordable housing and help formulate targeted measures to reduce the anomaly. He is the director of ESA, Professor Peter Quarty. If you look at the total uh, housing deficit, it is misleading. We have 2 million deficits. Um, if you break it down, if you look at the details, you, you look at the details in terms of income bracket, you will find that the poor are actually marginalized. They, they would form the majority. So we'll continue to look at this area. We'll continue to look at, um, we'll visit some of the key areas where we have all these uh, so-called affordable houses and see who are occupying them, what proportion is occupied by people, what are, are their backgrounds, what are their income status, what kind of work they do, male, female. You know, it will be good to delve into these programs and see uh, what the challenges are. And also, not just stop there, what are the measures and advice with an informed opinion on what measures can be undertaken to ensure that um, we reduce this anomaly and provide more houses for the poor. Professor Peter Quart is the director of the Institute of Statistical, Social and Economic Research, ISA. Now, local private business sector operators are being encouraged to be more aggressive in pursuing business across the country in an effort to earn more and help grow the local economy. Pointed to the challenges confronting the Ghanaian economy, the Association of Ghana Industries explained that Ghana continues to be a destination for many business investors, thus the private sector players need to ensure to survive these challenging times. Chanam Clans Apello is a Greater Accra Chairman of the Association of Ghana Industries. It's important to, to make the call that in as much as there's a lot of difficulty in running business in Ghana, we're still one of a good place to do business. We've got democracy, got labeling people, it's an, it's an interesting society and all of that. So it's important that we don't give up at businesses. It's important that we continue with the journey to ensure that we do not only grow our business, we will expand them to other frontiers. It is 
It is not easy anywhere, really, on the continent. If you travel around to Syria, to Liberia, to Senegal, all of these places, they're all having their issues one way or the other. But you realize that somehow, Ghana is still really on the radar. A lot of people look up to Ghana. So we cannot disappoint the continent. We have to be able to leave the flag high and ensure that we continue to produce. Whilst at it, it is also important to call on our citizens, the citizens of the country, to purchase what is Ghanaian. Let's patronize what is made by our own people. It may be difficult. The taste may not be as good as the one you, you eat from China or Vietnam. But the point is that we have to start from somewhere. Shanam Clens Apello is the Greater Accra Chairman of the Association of Ghana Industries. Let's now join Mark Jordan Sikanate of Data Bank with the latest updates on the bonds market. The Ghanaian Treasury issued 1.98 billion Ghana cities after rejecting almost 88.6 million Ghana cities bids at last week's money market auction. The uptake was enough to exceed the target amortities by 26% and 19% respectively. The 91-day and the 182-day yields cleared higher at 24.39% and 26.03% respectively. The 364-day yield gained 39 basis points to 29.65%. Trading activity on the Ghanaian secondary bond market was sluggish in the past week as weekly turnover declined to nearly 134 million Ghana cities. The Data Bank Bond Index retreated 15.35% week-on-week to 78.75 points with an average yield to maturity of 13.92%. That was Mark Jordan's Kanate of Data Bank with the latest updates on the bonds market. That's it for the breakfast edition of City Business News, brought to you by MTN and Goyle, and also powered by citybusinessnews.com. My name is Vivian Kai Local. Do have a good business day. This is the City Breakfast Show, the city's biggest conversation. News with Vivian Kailuka was brought to us by Goyle. Don't just top up anywhere when you run out of fuel. Now, insist on the brand that you trust. Our Super XP Run 95 and Diesel XP are the best quality fuels on the market. Super XP Run 95 is a high-grade fuel sold at the same price as normal fuel. Diesel XP is low in sulfur, making it an eco-friendly option for your vehicle. With over 440 stations across the nation, join the family that rewards you with the quality with quality for an energized driving experience. And MTN is also proud to be associated with uh, City Business News. Don't carry multiple phones around. You can go seamless with MTS eSIM and enjoy the convenience of connecting multiple phone numbers to one single phone or device. To check if your device is compatible, simply dial star hash zero six hash. Once you receive an EID number, it means your phone or device is compatible. Simply download my MTN app today to request your MTN eSIM and enjoy the sweet, seamless life everywhere you go. Kickoff is next, brought to us by Leshell. With easy access to track your funds, we offer flexible deposit products for 91 days, 182 days, and 365 days. We are a safe haven for depositors who value security as well as competitive returns. Call us on 0577-707700. Let's show. Let's improve life. And Shell Helix HX3 20W50. 
That's what I'm talking about. Contains additives that protect the engines of older vehicles while reducing maintenance costs. You need a reliable motor oil that helps keep your engine feeling younger and stronger. Insist on Shell HX20W50. Comes in three sizes. The drum, which is 209 liters. The 5 liter and the 1 liter. Shell Helix designed for ultimate engine performance. Oh, for two months, so. El Pichichi. El Bernard. El Pichichi. El Bernard. <laughs> what is in the news? Well, so much to talk about on kickoff this morning. This is CT 97.3 FM. And the headlines, Ghana's consistently poor performance at football tournaments continue as the Black Satellites lose to Burkina Faso in the Wafu B Boys Cup. Plus, Anje Postekoglu, the new head coach of Tottenham, has revealed that he wants Harry Kane to stay at the club I missed interest from other European sides. And Harry is, you know, he's, he's already entrenched himself in the history of this football club. He's a very important part. He's the premier striker, one of the premier strikers in the world. And, you know, I want him involved here. We'll get to hear more from the new Tottenham Hotspur manager. In tennis, Novak Djokovic and Carlos Alcaraz remains on course to meet in the Wimbledon final on Sunday after both progressed to the quarterfinals yesterday. All this and more with me, Evans of Man. So here on CT 97.3 FM. All right, it's 16 after 7 a.m. Let's get into the stories now. And we're starting from this sad one for Ghana, where the black satellites are on the verge of elimination from the ongoing Wafu Zone B Under-20 Boys Cup in Ivory Coast. This is after Ghana lost 2-0 to Burkina Faso in their second group game. And uh, they remain third in Group A, whilst the host nation thumbed Niger by four goals to one. So not the best of time for Ghana at the moment. Once again, we are struggling. Now, Samobedu's team must beat the Ivorians in their final group match to qualify for the semi-finals. Uh, Meanwhile, GFA President Keto Kraku has expressed his dedication to revitalizing Ghana football, which has been experiencing a decline. To achieve this, he has called for increased government investment in the sport. And Keto Kraku, speaking at the Congress of the GFA yesterday, believes that additional funding is crucial to improve the state of football in Ghana and bring back formal success. Football is a product that needs continuous investment, that needs attention. And that needs a never-say-die attitude in investments. Never ever think that we failed in Morocco, the maidens failed, so your appetite to invest in our noble game to point. Football represents the want of the people, the love of the people. We are all committed to resurrecting our football. And this is the process that started in 2019. This process needs men who are honest and who are committed and who put their shoulders behind an alien ship and make sure that this ship is fixed. So that's a GFA president, Kato Kraku, speaking there. He wants more investment, so more cash. Put more cash in Ghana football and let's see how things will go. His worst to the government there. And now speaking of the GFA Ordinary Congress in Kumasi, yesterday, Sports Minister Mustafa Yusuf has also urged the GFA uh, to try and uh, adopt new measures to elevate Ghana's uh, football. 
He was speaking after the recent struggles of the Black Meteors at the under-23 AFCON, where they failed to qualify for the Olympic Games. Infrastructure and financial investment alone cannot guarantee success. We must undergo comprehensive transformation of our football landscape. The Ghana Football Association must take a critical look at the current approach and embrace new vision for the future. Our Premier League clubs have lost their competitive edge in the, in, in the time to reclaim our position among the African base. The FA, club owners, club administrators, key stakeholders must invest in all aspects of the game to attract more fans into our league centers and regain our prominence in African club competition. All right, so that's the sports minister, Mustafa Yusuf. On the way forward for Ghana football at the moment, things are going very, very bad for us. Our national teams are struggling. Club football, not the best on the continent as well. And there's not enough money here in terms of our football economy as well. And he was speaking at Congress yesterday. Well, in case you missed out on the Congress, here are some of the key takeaways. One, the GFA will support the 18 Premier League clubs with 50,000 Ghana Premier League, uh, Ghana City each uh, to form their youth teams. And also, each Division 1 League club will receive 80,000 Ghana City per season for the next three seasons. Also, we understand the GFA will invest 300,000 Ghana Cities in the referees' fees for clubs and also... 200,000 Ghana cities in the Catch Them Young refereeing policy. Also, former national team players will receive a 50% discount on all coaching courses. Also, we understand the GFA says it will invest $100,000, which is equivalent to 1,132,583 Ghana cities. And this money will be used to buy footballs for our Colts football. So, $100,000. In buying footballs, that's interesting. The GFA also constructed beach soccer arena at Pam Pram and introduced futsa in other regions. Also, a 900% increase in the nomination fees for the GFA presidential election was approved, meaning that the aspirants will have to pay 50,000 Ghana cities to contest if you want to be president of the GFA. That's the amount you must cough out. And also, Ashanti Gold suspension has been upheld by Congress. So that's some of the takeaways from what happened in Kumasi yesterday. Let's talk more on the local scene. And uh, Black Queen's head coach, Nora Haptel, is optimistic about her team's chances of qualifying for the 2024 Paris Olympic Games. Now, Ghana's senior women's national team is set to face Guinea in a two-legged Olympic qualifier with the first leg taking place in Guinea on Saturday. Now, coach Nora Haptel, who has been engaging with the media prior to the match, sees the mounting pressure on the Queen's as a positive sign given the recent struggles faced by the Black Meteors? For me, pressure is, is a privilege because, um, first of all, um, we put a lot of pressure on us. ourselves. We want to go and qualify uh, for the Olympics. Of course, we recognize that our under-23 men, uh, they cannot anymore qualify, which I feel sorry for them. Um, yeah, and we take this challenge and uh, face it. Yeah. Do you think you have the materials to qualify? 
Yes, when you look the draw, I mean, of course, you also saw a bit the draw. I think um, the first steps are very makeable. Uh, somehow we're going to face Zambia, somewhere we're going to face Morocco. They are part of the World Cup, um, who is beginning in two weeks. So it will be not an easy um, route, but I'm pretty convinced with the quality of players we have and a lot of amount of matches um, until then um, that we have the chance to qualify us, yes. All right, so that's the head coach of the Black Queens, Nora Hattel, speaking to the media yesterday. Now, broadcasters of the Ghana Premier League, Star Times, have uh, dismissed claims that the broadcast rights of the league should be exclusively given to state television. Now, the GFA has faced backlash for granting the rights to the Chinese company over the state broadcaster following a competitive bidding process in 2020. Now, addressing the subject, the general manager of Star Times Ghana, Ms. Akofa Banson, outlined the reasons why FM is the best option for Ghana football. There are several African countries who have their domestic leagues sitting on private-owned pay TV platforms. I'll give you examples. The Tanzanian Premier League, the Kenyan Premier League, the Ethiopian Premier League, and, and so many more. It's no longer a state broadcaster affair. If it was, then the BBC would have the English Premier League. But uh, what do we see? Sky Sports is the one that has the rights for the English Premier League. Why are we not saying that? Or why is the, uh, England not saying that well, Sky Sports is not the state's broadcaster and so they should give it to BBC. This whole football rights thing has become business. Uh, so that's the general manager of Star Times, Ghana, Akofa Banson. Let's do some transfer stories now and starting with some Ghanaian interest. And as we earlier indicated on our website, citysportsonline.com, Black Stars left back Abdul Babaraman has officially rejoined Greek side PAOK on a three-year contract. Also, Black Stars defender Alexander Juku has completed a free transfer to Fenerbahce in Turkey uh, from Strasbourg in France. Also, Tottenham's new manager, Ange Postecoglou, has stated that he wants Harry Kane to remain at the club amidst uncertainty about the future of the England striker. We know Bayern Munich wants to sign Harry Kane, who is in his final year at the club. Yes, here from the Spurs manager on uh, Harry Kane's future. And Harry is, you know, he's, he's already entrenched himself in the history of this football club. He's a very important part. He's the premier striker, one of the premier strikers in the world. And, you know, I want him involved here. My conversation with, with him will be about how we can make this club successful. And I've got no doubt that that's, he, that's what he wants as well. Um, so, you know, within that context, whatever sort of um, that uh, narrows into, you know, the personal stuff around Harry himself as an individual. Spurs manager Ange Postecoglou speaking there. Now, Ashley Young is expected to have a medical today and signed for Everton, where he joins the Toffees on a free transfer from Aston Villa. And before I go, let's check out the latest from Wimbledon, where World number one Carlos Alcaraz progressed to the quarterfinals after beating Matthew Berrettini 3-6-6-3-6-3-6-3. Also, World number three Daniel Medvedev is through after his opponent, Jiri Lehaki, uh, was uh, injured in that one there. And uh, Medvedev will face uh, American Christopher Eubanks, who defeated fifth seed that's Stefanos Pass. Seven-time champion Novak Djokovic is through after his win over Hubert Hushak. That game was delayed and uh, continued yesterday. Djokovic will now face Russia player Andrei Rublev in the quarterfinals today. In the women's singles, Anjabe from Tunisia is up against uh, Elina Rybakina after beating Petra Kivitova. 
and uh, for Rebakina, she also had a uh, progress after her opponents. Uh, that's uh, Beatrice Haddad Maya retired through injury. Second seed Arena Rebakina is through after beating Ekaterina Alexandrova, and then also Madison Keys is through after beating Mira Andreva. Igashi, you want to take us in action today against Elina Tivetolina. That's the latest here on kickoff. For more, log on to citiesportsonline.com. Hasta la proxima for me, Evans. So for you, Manzo. Passengers, eh, mama be two minutes per ride. Me basi siya. Driver, you can't do this in London. Oh, English, madam. We dear Mister Mo, one minute per ride. Shell, me da masio. Driver, we're in a hurry, please. What's all this about? Oh, madam, help me say thank you to Shell. Shell fuel save lasts longer and helps us to save more money to do more things. Also, because I'm a member of the Shell Club, I get loyalty points every time I buy fuels that I use to redeem gifts I love. I can get third-party insurance for my car, free medical insurance, provisions for my home, and many more. Shell day my side. <laughs> In fact, when I see another Shell station, eh, I will hug everyone there. Hey, driver. <laughs> Hey, English madam, <laughs> Enjoy numerous benefits when you buy fuel from Shell. Get loyalty points to claim third-party car insurance, family medical cover, provisions, and many more for free. Driver, Shell day your side. Go well. Innovative financial solution. We deliver on our promise because we are number one. Let's share go. We improve your life. Even when you are stuck with nothing, no matter your situation. Savings and loans. Let's improve life. Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. name is Nanama McBrown. Many people think I get what I want anytime because I am popular. <laughs> no, that is not true. It is because me and Kasano, I like the best and when I find it, I stick to it. I have found Bell Pack Tea Roll and I'm stuck with it. It is soft but not weak, strong but not hard. It is just perfect. Bell Pack Tea Roll is smooth and gentle on the skin. Same as Bell Pack Kitchen Towel. It cleans in one wipe. You can soak, squeeze, and clean again. One bell packaging towel lasts longer and saves you money. It's time you switch to bell pack today and experience the perfect paper tissue. Say your pocket tissue, table napkins, tea roll, and a kitchen towel. Bell pack is simply the best. Bell pack 
just perfect. To be a Bell Pack distributor, call 055-11-44400. Another quality product from Bell Aqua. My name is Seth Mark Ando, a certified registered anesthetist. We've known Old Mutua for five years now. And for us, Old Mutua is more than an insurer. Old Mutua is a family. Since we begin having a relationship with Old Mutua, in fact, we've enjoyed a lot because of their tailored meat products that they give the association. Now, our retirees are excited. Our prospective retirees are also happy going on pension. And those of us who will be going on pension later on in life, we also believe we have a future, all because of Old Mutual. Old Mutual is 10 years. And on behalf of my president and the entire membership of GACRA, we say congratulations to Old Mutual. Old Mutual, celebrating 10 years of greatness. Call us now on 050. 157-9204 Home is your sanctuary So set the mood with candles, fragrances, ambient lighting and beautiful art to create that unique atmosphere that feels like home Visit the Orca Deco Superstore on Spinkers Road today Join the conversation on the City Breakfast Show on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash city97.3, Twitter at twitter.com forward slash city973, and Instagram at instagram.com forward slash city973 with the hashtag CityCBS. is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above Let's the noise. Style. Let's dance for a while. Heaven can wait. We're only watching the skies. Hoping for the best but expecting the worst. Are you gonna drop the bomb or not? Let us die young or let us live forever. We don't have the power but we never say never. Sitting in a sand pit, life is a short trip. The music's for the sad man. Do you really want to live forever? Forever and ever. Some are a melody and some are the beat Sooner or later they all will be gone Why don't they stay young? It's so hard getting older without a cause I don't want to perish like a fading horse Youth is like diamonds in the sun And diamonds are forever young i 
for the best, but expecting the worst. Are you gonna drop the bomb or not? Let us die young or let us live forever. We don't have the power, but we never say never. Sitting in a sandpit, life is a short trip. The music's for the sad man. Seven thirty-five. All right, and I want to just jump in straight into a quick uh, segment brought to you by Orca. We're talking about different things. We're talking about your office as your new workspace, make it feel like home. And I think one of the things we need to just finally talk about on that segment is how interior design has an impact on your mental well-being many interior design techniques and approaches have been proven to reduce stress and depression now sky one of these is to harness and use natural light natural light natural light so usually when i went to when i was in my um doing my my mba i chose a room that had a good angle so that the light could come in natural light because beautiful thing staying indoors all day <laughs> without being able to get natural light has a very bad effect on your mind yeah particularly your room when i came did you have a did you have a direct no there was direct sunlight but you know uh, during COVID, it was uh, so how do you cope Ah, it was, it was, uh, look. And you had to study. It was tough, yes. It was COVID studying in the heat of COVID in the UK or wherever, yeah. whichever country was under yeah. severe lockdown, Charlie. So all, you all could around just, the world. You could was, spend a whole day in It was those. tough. Yes, I nearly lost my mind. So you were able, you were taking the lecture notes virtually. Yes. Studying. Yes. You couldn't do group discussion. The group discussion, if you are going to do it, do it online. So you become tired of the screen. And the sunlight wasn't entering the room because there was no sun. So when you open your window, what do you see? Was there a tree? Oh yeah, you see trees. So you know you can you can step out to the front there, stretch a bit. Stretch Is that when you went to cut that tree? <laughs> no, 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 that was earlier. <laughs> the tree was disturbing you. Yeah, that was earlier. So this one, this uh, serene river that runs just uh behind my my yeah. where i yeah, was yeah, I'm sure you yeah. Yeah. so one of the things i would say is you so can as a source of relief just looking yeah, at the water right, pass right. so what what the tip is that if privacy allows opt for light colored blinds mm-hmm. that can easily be adjusted and one of the things i noticed is that there are blinds that allow you to see outside but those outside can't look in so there are those kinds of blinds and there are these curtains which have like a second layer mm-hmm. beneath the first curtain mm-hmm. so you open the first curtain the second curtain allows in light, mm-hmm. but then those who are from outside can't look in. Yeah, the royal. Now, that 
has a great effect on your mind. You can also strategically place your mirrors to bounce light into corners of the room and make the office space look bigger and brighter. So if you have mirrors in your room, it expands the room. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you can also choose a uniquely colored mirror to express yourself through design and make your workplace more personal and comfortable. Like my office, mm-hmm. I have a window. I usually open it. That's good. Yeah. Still look That's good. And allow for sunlight mm-hmm. so that I can think better. <laughs> yeah, it's it is true. I mean, sometimes when I'm when I'm home and I've been indoors for a long time, I just just step out, step out the door, just look outside, mm-hmm. yeah, and see God's beautiful nature. Earth. Is you know one of the things we haven't done in Ghana well. <laughs> I'll tell you this: when I was in Warwick, Warwick has been voted one of the best places to live yeah. by students for many many years. Beautiful place, quiet, small. But one of the things I used to just walk, mm-hmm. and for me, I have a sense of the north, south, east, and west, mm-hmm. and I have the map at, at the time. I didn't um Google Maps wasn't that common in my usage mm-hmm. for walking. So I would take the map, mm-hmm. put it in my pocket the and I and I'll start walking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there will be places you go, the woods. Yeah. The birds are chirping. Beautiful thing, man. Particularly in spring. <laughs> it's so beautiful. We need to do a bit more of that. And I'm digressing here, but we need to create parks. We need to allow for nature to work on us. Mm-hmm. You know, that's why when I heard about All Happy New, I wasn't that happy because somehow we equate development with concrete mm-hmm. buildings and basically we create a concrete jungle where nature has been disrupted. But I was watching something on CNN before we came on air. Mm-hmm. They were talking about flooding in New York and Sky. Even in New York City. I mean, New York City has the the the, the highest amount of concrete. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> But if you go to Central Park... The jungle of all concrete jungles. Guys, you know, we, we have nothing on New York when it comes to urbanization or development. All right? New York has the most expensive real estate in the world. Yep. Yet they have a huge park right in the middle of the concrete jungle where you can go and read a book. Mm-hmm. You know? We haven't been able to do this. I go to the Far Sutherland Park. There's a place... There are a few places in town when you get to Joel, there's a place called Mofra Place. Mm-hmm. I think it's Sutherland Street. Mm-hmm. They've managed to keep the trees in their natural state. They've fenced it with a wooden fence and you can go there. But there aren't a lot of places like that. So like, if you want to think, if you want to think, maybe you work in Tudu or you work in Abelingpe and you want to just go and take a break. You don't have to always just go and sit in a chop bar. Go to a park, get your sandwich, cross your leg, do you get me? It should be a safe space. We need to, our civilization needs to go beyond buying big cars and spending money at funerals. We should, like Legon Botanical Gardens. You know, I, I went, I was going through Legon last week and I was talking with someone. I said, you know what? If things continue, Legon will become a tourist attraction. Because one of the few places in Accra that you go to where they've kept the trees, if you drive through Legon from the gates at Gimpa, and you actually walk through Little Legon into Lower Hill, Legon Hill. They've maintained the trees. You can hear the birds, you know. But there are very few places like that. It's not, it's not good. We, we need to. We need to. Charlie, we need to be. We need to respect. Bernard, you yeah. see, uh, I think 
on this note, let me first of all extend, um, you know, good wishes to every single person who endured the COVID lockdown. My God. And the mental meltdown that it mm. brought. Mm. I experienced mm. it and I know what it means. Mm. And sometimes I had to talk to colleague students who were struggling, mm. uh, having to keep themselves in their inner spaces. You mean there was a course. day you wanted to take off your shirt <laughs> and just... <laughs> Charlie, just oh, and you just want to scream. You want to move the body <laughs> and just shout. <laughs> Charlie, just shout. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't do that. So, hey, my brother. <laughs> You know, the greens oh, were very, very helpful mm. in terms of when you step out and you see the lawns mm. look sweet, mm. you can see birds chirping mm. and you can hear the sounds of, of, of the river, you know, mm -hmm. as the, the river moves by. Things like that. And then there's some a place in, in Vakium. It's, mm -hmm. it's sort of a waterfall. It's not so high. A waterfall in Vakium? Yeah, that's right. It's not so high, but, you know, you can get about three feet or so of, uh, mm -hmm. you know, four. Mm -hmm. And when you go there and you're listening to the sound of the water as they fall from above mm. into the, 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 the stream downs, down, down, down there, but mm -hmm. it's one thing that heals. Mm. And it is like... All the spaces are properly groomed and mm. taken care of. You know that, for instance, if you, you you're coming from backing, uh, what do you call it, MK, not, not coming, in yeah, coming into Buckingham, mm -hmm. just looking left and right, mm -hmm. the greens are properly taken care of. They by, are not by, left. By, is it by by road, by rail, or by road? B by road, for instance, even by rail. For instance, if you're sitting on a train from, say, Houston, or uh, heading towards uh, Manchester, mm -hmm. you just look left and right. It, it heals. Charlie, the heels, the, the greens. I don't yeah. know. It, it's something about the greens. It's, but, it helps. But, but when you're driving from, but to be fair, when you're driving from Tema to, to Aflao, you see the greens. <laughs> but I don't know. No, 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 I'm not talking let, about. Let's be fair. But I don't yeah, when you are driving, for example, when you are driving from Sogakope to Ho, yes. and you are going through the, um, what's the name of this area? The Tong areas. It's very nice. No, it's very nice, man. You, when I, you get to Adakulu, uh -huh. beautiful Adakulu mountains. <laughs> Bernard, you know, Bernard, sky, let, let's be fair to what Bernard, we have. You see, you see, I I know what we have. Yeah, man. And I know that we leave things to take care of themselves. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about deliberate actions mm -hmm. that bring a certain aesthetic value okay. to that which we have in okay. a natural state okay. by intervening artificially to mm. groom the trees properly, to you. mow the lawns properly. For okay. instance, yesterday I was in Parliament House. Mm -hmm. The building that used to be um, the banquet hall, mm -hmm. for some reason, it is rotting away so badly. The so-called banquet hall of the State House. Exactly. Where we used to have these big events. Yeah, it would seem that because we have moved almost everything to the flat, which has oh. a huge banquet, whatever it is. So they've left it to run. Yeah, we are allowing this one to rot so, away. So I'll come back to you on how we can enhance nature so it can give back to us. But based on the short discussion we had, you can visit Orca. Mm -hmm. To discover a variety of blinds, curtains, mirrors, office decor, to personalize your workspace so it feels like home. By the way, your home is where you go to get relaxation. So make sure your home is actually a home. All right. So deconcretize your home. All right. I got some flowers recently, mm -hmm. like flower pots, mm -hmm. changes the mood of the place. Yep. You know, and that kind of thing. So, Orca Superstore is on the Spintex Road. And they have many things that can help your house feel like a home. Powerful. All right. But I'm coming back to the point you're making mm -hmm. about... You know, I 
for me, one of the tragedies of Ghana is that we opt for um, convenience over conviction. I'll give you an example. And I'm not trying to destroy somebody's business. Why do you build an astroturf in each constituency? Okay. Now, if you really want to develop <coughs> sports, you want to... I know there are different weather types in the country. If you did a proper park where you plant grass and you grow it, you water it, somebody has a job, the person is a gardener, the person has a, a, a way of keeping the lawns well manicured, all right? Then they will maintain the grass. So that's number one. It's natural. Number two, the footballers have a better playing surface to play their football because that's the pitch they will play on when they grow up. What have we decided? There's a business model of going to bring artificial grass from wherever. And the whole country is jumping on one constituency, one astroturf. Mm -hmm. Now, an astroturf is not a bad idea. But to think that that is now the in thing where communities are losing their parks mm -hmm. to real estate developments, right? Communities. Now, we, we, we talk about we talk about runoff water, mm -hmm. right? Runoff water. One of the reasons why flooding occurs is that nature has created things like mangroves. Mm -hmm. So a mangrove is a wetland that has the characteristic of absorbing excess water. Mm -hmm. There are plants that can help absorb runoff water. Mm -hmm. We have decided to disobey those laws. Disregard completely for nature. And what we want to do is the quickest thing to gain advantage. Mm -hmm. So it's a business. So let's bring in the astroturf. Let's get it done. So you go to places, including places in the Ashanti region and the Eastern region where green grass grows. So like yeah. you enter Kukurentuming. You go to a Kukurentuming LA basic. You see the, the school park is very green. Mm -hmm. All right. You go to Kukurentuming, you go to a school park. I went there with you sometime back with Kujo. Very green. Then you go and commission an astroturf in a place like that. All right. Or oh, I was driving to um, Ejumako some time back. You notice that the schools have green parks. You just need to properly manicure the park or replant the grass or whatever. Mm -hmm. Then you go and you plant, put an astroturf there. And then people in the community abandon the green grass mm -hmm. and go and play football on the astroturf. Now, when it rains, you can't play the football because it doesn't mean absorb it properly. I think it reveals a certain disregard for nature. And when you disobey the laws of nature, you get punished for it. So, Ho. Ho is the oxygen town. Lots of trees. Go to Ho and see. People are now cutting into the mountain and doing real estate. As soon as man gets a business idea and there's money to be made, we put everything aside. Mm -hmm. You know. So, human beings, and I think the way we think about nature is what is destroying us. I was, I was watching a, a story on Zabzugu. <laughs> Zabzugu is not an urban area. You should look at the filth. It's like we are so dirty. We are not even concerned about it's almost like Adinye. How do I even say it? Yes, it's like people have poured things into gutters, people are doing number two everywhere. They've left plastics. Plast like how how you how you use plastics? Like you are not you haven't created a system of recycling. And yet, you, you, everything is being sold in a plastic container. And then you get surprised that there's flooding. 
and then you don't do the hard work of saying and you see this is a problem as soon as the problem occurs let's demolish houses let's ban plastics why do we always start from that knee-jerk reaction the question is how did we get here if you're having plastics choking gutters couldn't part of it be even conscientizing but when i was in the uk if you go to a tesco to buy food and you bring your own bag you get a discount <laughs> you get me so this is not you know so when i go with um when i when i forget to take a bag and i go to a tesco and they give me the tesco white and blue and red bag yeah i pay extra for it oh, yeah, so, so there's a benefit i get from sending my own bag or if i take a paper bag if they ask me do i want paper bags so there's a tax on plastic Okay, so there's a mix of solutions to solve. We will say, oh, let's ban plastic. Giddy, giddy. <clears throat> we are not thinking deeply as a society. The, the places where thinking has to occur has been overtaken by, by tomfoolery. Oh. Yes. And we are all, it's like, hey, 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 let's go, let's go. Hey, let's go and commission. Hey, we are all good. Can't somebody sit and say no? Why are you commissioning astrotheps all over the country? What's the sense in that? What's the effect of that on even the mindset of kids about where to play football? Nobody's thinking about that. Hey, we'll go. Bamiya, go and commission. Hey, Alan, go and commission. Hey, wait, 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 wait. It's like when we get into that mode, we put. Why? What's the long term benefit of such a project? We are not thinking about environmental sustainability. New York, with all the expensive real estate, they still have Central Park. Go to, go to um, opposite uh, Kempinski. Children's Park. They've left it to rot. Reptiles. Are all over the place. When I was a child, I used to go to Children's Park. It was a big deal. Sat on a train, sat on a horse. Eat mm-hmm. kebab. This is 1988, 89, 1990. Under a military government. Today, you see some junkies walking around the place. Meanwhile, there's an agency that government officials are paid. Who call themselves parks and gardens department of parks and the man is going to work every day but parks depart a children's park is a complete mess so somebody will now go and create safari valley at a duke room and you pay dollars and go and watch like as a society where did the thinking go what happened do you need do you need do you need a certain level of high level education to know that you need to keep your greens and that you need to cut into a mountain to build real estate. That if you do that completely, you are going to cause flooding. I don't even. I'm not even an engineer. Why? Why do we? Why? It's like we worship money. So once somebody comes and says, "Let's do a project," oh, you sort out the assembly. You sort out this guy. You sort out this guy. Then we all move. Then when there's a problem, we start. They say, "Hmm, assembly. Hmm, and you. Hmm." Meanwhile, do you think flooding of the nature that we are seeing happens just like that? It's your actions. But then, then what they will do? The leaders will blame the citizens. The citizens will blame the leaders. And I said to you yesterday that there are two things. The price for freedom is responsibility. Citizenship means responsibility. The price for leadership is accountability. Now, we the citizens, I don't think we are prepared to be responsible. So we like blaming leaders for everything. We can't blame leaders for everything. We have, how do you how do you even see the kind of de- developments in your communities? And somebody has a business idea to build a, a, a this thing, to build a, an office, and then puts tiles on the car park. Tile 
because F tiles in a serious country they say you can't do this there must be run of water movement and this is in airport city you put tiles you know tiles yeah. the one I put in your room mm-hmm. they put it on the car park and cars are driving on it go there and see how it's breaking it's horrible and this is less than two kilometers from the main airport mm-hmm. there's a certain dereliction of thinking in the public spaces we are not discussing these things anymore all we are talking about is hey who's winning who's losing politics this let's commission us through theft somebody needs to give you know like when your child is missing you give which you which turn into a wake-up call mm-hmm. or you you knock him come. somebody needs to come and knock Ghanaians like that ah! stop the fooling the fooling is too much Bernard, so there was this story that I saw I wanted to draw your attention to before we ended the city, uh, the newspaper review mm-hmm. when you sent us back in. Across green spaces shrink is by Albert Opong Ansa. Mm-hmm. It will seem it is an article, um, but it's basically, it's published by the GNA, but in the news, one of the news, it must have been killed by either the Ghanaian Times or so. Mm-hmm. It says that green spaces made up of tree cover, grass and parks in Ghana's <laughs> capital, Accra, have reduced drastically in the last two decades. Mm-hmm. The situation poses serious health implications for the residents, according to a new study titled Social Demographic and Neighborhood Factors Influencing Urban Green Space Use mm-hmm. and Development at Home. Now, the study noted that most green spaces had been cleared for real estate development mm-hmm. to accommodate the growing population due to the influx of migrants from other regions and neighboring countries. It's mostly stores. It said portions of the green space to sell plastic items had also been used to build roads and for other social infrastructure development. Mm-hmm. Now, the study was conducted in the Accra metropolitan area and 11 municipal areas, which were part of the old AMA. Mm-hmm. Professor Kofi Amaga, mm-hmm. who led the study, told the Ghana News Agency at the green spaces that the green spaces improved air quality. Mm-hmm. Green spaces, he explained, mm-hmm. also helped in managing advanced cardiovascular and mental health conditions. Mm -hmm. Let me mention that again. Mm -hmm. Green spaces, Mm -hmm. he explained, also helped in managing advanced cardiovascular and mental health conditions. There's a direct quote here that says, green spaces serve as the lung that purifies the air we breathe Mm -hmm. and absorbs carbon dioxide from the atmosphere and releases oxygen in very large amounts. Mm -hmm. It goes on. The depletion of the green spaces in Accra, Professor Megan said, mm-hmm. was also contributing to flooding in Accra mm-hmm. and called for immediate concerted efforts mm-hmm. to fix the challenge. Mm-hmm. Mr. Desmonapia, who is the country lead of the Clean Air Fund and an investigator on the study, told the GNA mm-hmm. that as cities grew, mm-hmm. the likelihood of air pollution increased mm-hmm. and that was high in Accra. Mm-hmm one of Africa's fastest growing cities. Mm-hmm. The annual uh, average pollution level in Ghana in 2019 was 11 times higher Air quality. than the WHO 2021 yeah. recommended levels. In Accra, 11 times higher. You yeah, know, one are, of the reasons... They are doing, they are doing alumni. <laughs> now, there's a quote here that says, we have well-crafted environmental and public health policies for addressing the challenge, but there is a serious problem with enforcement of these laws and policies. This has occasioned some of these problems. The law 
must work, he said. But the law, individuals and developers need to have uh, permeable surfaces, as you were saying, in all built environments and development where rainwater can seep through into the ground and prevent flooding and recharge underground water. Oh. Mr. Pierre said places like North Kaneshi, oh. Choco, Dansoma oh. were well planned oh. with green spaces, mm -hmm. with houses having some types of greens mm -hmm. used as hedges. Mm -hmm. These trees were planted or planned and planted in virtually all houses in the area. These serve a purpose for our well-being <clears throat> and promoted livelihood. But it will seem yeah. that all of these things Have you wondered have why if you go to Legon, mm -hmm. they still have trees? You go to Tech, you go to Kumase, Tech still has trees. You go to UCC. It means I see, me, I think, oh, let's be blunt. The more you think, the more you preserve nature. Yeah. Because if you go to if you if you do an aerial view of Accra, apart from the Achimota Forest, which politicians want to sell mm -hmm. with all kinds of flimsy reasons, Legon is one of the few places where you go where look, I went to university primary school. I went to that university primary school in nineteen eighty four or nineteen eighty five as a four year old. Some of the mahogany trees that line the streets from if you drive from you enter Legon from School of Performing Arts. Mm -hmm. You drive for the university municipals, that uh, university in maintenance, all the way to Sabah Hall, Okpongolo. You continue to university primary. You mm -hmm. drive all the way. Mm -hmm. Those mahogany trees are still there today. Yeah. That's 1983. They prune the trees once in a while. Mm -hmm. Legon has built a lot of buildings. Mm -hmm. But when you do an aerial view of Legon, the trees are still there because they are thinking. Yeah. Go to tech. Same thing. Mm -hmm. So I am saying that the reason we are doing what we are doing is because Omele yeah, Tamebu. That's true. We worship money mm -hmm. and we spend, and what are we building? Stores to sell plastic items. And then when we fall sick, there's little money we get, we go and use it to pay for medical treatment. Mm -hmm. Most people die whatever age because, mm -hmm. and this uh, respiratory diseases, it, we, have, we have created an unlivable environment. Mm -hmm. You get it. And what's worrying me is that even the rural communities, we are transporting this foolish behavior there. Mm -hmm. So you see plastics littered all over the villages. <clears throat> People are selling unnecessary things in near the roadside. Mm -hmm. And they are cutting down trees. Families are now selling family land for real estate development. You know, it, it's... And we are sitting now watching. I'm saying that the citizens themselves, we are not serious. I'm telling you. We are, we are, I think there's even something missing in education. Like, they there's something in the education that's wrong. That doesn't teach you that you must keep your environment in a certain way. And that when somebody's doing something wrong, you must stop it. It's almost like when somebody's doing something wrong, you say, ah, let's, how many people are supporting? There are many. Okay, let's go with him. How can you make AstroTurf, and I'm, using, I'm not, how can you make AstroTurf your number one sports development agenda? Are you sick? How? Like, you are, what, what? Sky, how do you go to a community in Kumeu where they have green grass? And you go and buy AstroTurf from China and kind of put it there. Like, what's wrong with you? Why don't you tell them? Why don't you develop the space? Do proper let them water the grass, let them plant trees around the park. Okay, so why don't you go and bring astro trees too? <laughs> Do you mean so that you, you bring the turf and the tree so that you can then play the ball and have the tree blow? Like, what's wrong with you? Bernard. And you have and these politicians are following this thing, mm -hmm. and it's not the national number one thing. You see, last week, vice president was in uh Kofredia commissioned two astro turfs in Zongos. And like, what is what's, like, what's wrong with us? You know, what's, what's the problem, guys? You see, you remember that I raised this matter here. Let's, let's
let's stop that some time ago and i said that it did not make sense how we're going with this astrotech business and that growing up in the Volta region all of these spaces that we were playing football in these were green proper grass. Yes, grass you go and play properly the community will come and more so that your like child can slide yes on the list this matter here you know the slide were laughing at me. and then you do ronaldo oh, so i was laughing at that <laughs> tell right now if you go and slide on astro Tef, oh, your teeth go come out let's stop you see if we don't think we will die miserable and nothing will change you this is what i keep telling people that if you don't make incremental change in your life if you don't implement change you will just you are just worrying yourself the fact that you are going to work and coming back doesn't mean you are improving we are not living what we are doing is not working it's not working let's stop it and think so mark is listening to us um somewhere in the uk it would seem so this is a village called Fairham, and he sent us uh, photographs of you know these green spaces in the uk um you have kids uh, we have a playground and you know it's it's just so beautiful and he says that my brother ben and richard i'll go to this any day let's bring you to check and social media trends it's brought to us by vodafone and supported by fbn bank sending money to nigeria has never been this easy convenient and exciting through the new pan-african payment and settlement system you can send and receive money to and from nigeria in minutes for business and personal purposes visit any fbn branch nationwide with your cash and your money is next door in no time to receive money all you need is an fbn bank account aside nigeria you can send and receive money to and from liberia and the gambia this is another way by which FBN Bank puts you first. Now, for more information on the Pan-African Payment and Settlement System, the PAPC, call 59 621 FBN Bank, you first. And Vodafone's Demo promo is here. You can receive up to 20% of your money back in your Vodafone Cash Wallet when you recharge with 5 CDs or more. You can send credit to a friend and they will receive up to 20% instant credit. Recharge with 5 CDs or more from a preferred wallet, whether it's Vodafone Cash, wallet or money a credit transfer or the my vodafone app vodafone feather together four minutes past the hour of eight and nathan's going to tell us what's trending on tech and social media trends welcome again nathan thank you so so much uh, lots of very interesting things trending so um uh, Tracy, Tracy <laughs> is trendy. Tracy is Sarkodie's wife. Yesterday was Sarkodie's birthday, actually. Oh, I see. And so they were exchanging nice tweets oh, on I the see. timeline, and you know, Public people show are, of affection. Yes, yes, yes. People are talking about all of that. Uh, Christiana Chu is trending. Yesterday, for the first time since the very, very serious earthquake in Turkey, her passport played a football game. Okay. That's Christian Achu's last club before he died. And they honored him. Oh. They, they brought out his jersey and they took a picture with it as part of the team photograph. And it was quite touching. They also honored uh, those the other people in the team who died in that very, very, very deadly earthquake that happened a few months ago. Um, Blacko, Blacko is also training. Black Sheriff, uh, he's been touring in Europe and other places and he's been generating a lot of conversations. He's done some interviews, and there have been some media conversations around Blacko and the big things he's doing on international stages all over. To so some tech news, and then... Um, have we sued the people yet? Threads. <laughs> now, Threads. Threads <laughs> is looking 
to add an alternative home feed of only posts in chronological order, chronological order, sorry, from the people each individual user follows, according to Instagram boss Adam Museri. Now, it currently shows a mix of recommended content and posts from those followed. Now, Threads was billed as an initial version at launch, and the company has signaled more features to come. But a planned system to make Threads compatible with some other apps such as Mastodon has met some resistance. Threads, which is owned by Meta, built the uh, Instagram, sorry, which is owned by Meta, built the Threads app. And I'm sure it's had a lot of downloads um, in the last few days. Oh, yeah, I'm told they have crossed the 100 million um, yes, subscriber yes, mark. Yes, so but I, I would not be surprised. I believe this lawsuit must happen. <laughs> uh, you know, I'm not advocating for, but you know, we need legal education in this space, and the matter must be settled. Because this is passing off. So that was taking Shami that yeah. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. Are we sure? This morning, I'm not in a very good mood. Honestly, the 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 the, the situation in our in our built environment is 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 an indictment of our level of education, of our training, of our values. You know, we we need to repent. It's terrible, sinning against nature in the name of development. You know, building grotesque buildings, taking over all the green spaces, putting up. Buildings full of glass, you know, ugly buildings, <laughs> cutting down trees. I was at Legon last week. They were cutting, they were pruning the tree. They didn't cut the tree. And there's the maintenance group who do it. Here, people just cut down trees. You know those days when you were headed up trees. from 37, the roundabout, yes. towards the Pemakam. Yeah. We used to have very beautiful, big, Trees there. Cut all. I've been planted long before we got cut all. Cut all, all the trees. Somebody just woke up and cut the trees. They cut all of them. What did they do with it? I don't know. I don't know. Okwe Onake or something. Firewood or something. So I mean, Sunday I was driving Accra, and I saw a truck full of firewood from the city center. I said, Ah, they still they do firewood in 2023 in the city center. Please. In the city center. Yes. Let me. We both kinky here. Let me. Let me. Let me. Let me. <laughs> let, me let me. Let me pay my bills before I get cited for contempt. But Charlie, honestly speaking, I don't know. 
there's some, somebody needs to you know like how your child can be fully into like this license then you wake up like you know when we we're young there was a day they would do something you say yes i'll, I'll fool again there's something that needs to happen to the Ghanaian so that he'll wake up and say ah i'll stop this thing because there, there's something wrong up uh, charlie Later, you go. Otherwise, I will just keep talking. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Republic Bank says, keep winning in the promo that keeps giving. Continue to make all your payments with the fantastic four credit cards. Enjoy interest holidays, cashback rewards, and amazing prizes in the tap to pay credit card promo. Reload it. Just tap to pay. Live the soft life. We got you. Republic Bank, we are the one for you. Now, the Sukasa Ogransing Community's Affordable Luxury Project is now rolling out its affordable housing units on sales for its three-bedroom units with an outhouse starting at 97,500 CDs or the four-bedroom unit with an outhouse starting at 195,000 uh, dollars rather ninety seven and a half thousand dollars and this also dollars as well. Contact Sukasa. They are in uh, East Lagos on the Lagos Avenue on zero three zero two nine six zero eight six five or send a WhatsApp message to zero five five three six nine seven eight eight six. Send an email info at sukasa dot com dot gh. Sukasa building on trust. <laughs> Now, you are hungry, but the food is not yet in. What do you do in the interim? Get yourself Royal King Cracker to take chalk the hunger. And they have extra crackers in the pack just so the hunger will be held off for a few more minutes. So that's what you need. Royal King Cracker, take chalk your hunger. Now, times are hard, and the one thing on everybody's mind is money, 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 money. Money to do all things you need. That's why Societe General has launched the Yatisu Loans promo. They are offering amazingly discounted interest rates on their loans for both customers and non-customers. Nowhere cool, but SG Ghana is here to lighten your financial burdens. Call them on 0302-214-314. Promo ends on the 7th of August. Societe General Ghana, the future is you. Now in life, when you find something that's good and great, you keep it and you never let it go. That's the same story with Bell Pack paper tissue. Bell Pack has materials that are soft but not weak, strong but not hard, just perfect. And Bell Pack kitchen towel cleans in one wipe and one Bell Pack lasts long and saves you money. If you want to be a distributor, call 0551-144-400. Bell Pack is another quality product from Bell Aqua. Sometimes I, I think... I think it's like there's a, a there's a deliberate orchestration you know today i was talking about freedom independence and like you know i feel like we there's something there's some knowledge that's been hidden from us Conceal. yeah because you know it takes knowledge to be free and i feel like we are we are independent but we are still bound by the way we think because how will you cut down trees in your city Poor refuse in your gutter. You are selling food near gutter, and you think that what it does near gutter is the best. Like there's something fundamentally wrong with you as a person. You get me? So like, this is this is deep. It's this this is very deep, Sky. To think that what you eating near gutter is the sweeter watch you need to be a certain level of sick to think that way. Unfortunately, all the solid watch are by the yeah, gutter. but that's not true. That's that, how that, unfortunate it no, is. No, that's not. It just tell, like like today. Uh-huh. They say they say somebody put two zafi flour mm-hmm. on the floor yeah, for on plastic head. sheets, mm-hmm. drying it. Yes. Goats are walking in it, people are spitting into it, mm-hmm. and they had to take the environmental health people to come and collect. Like, so these people did they do? Do you even need to go to school to know that this is not right? So like, I feel like there's some key to knowledge. Be yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. It's like go to go to cactus pasa. You know, I. 
I don't know. There's there's something wrong. I get angry. There's something wrong. I'm driving to Yeah. Work. Look at that braca. Yeah. Horrible. Look at that braca. So you, you can't even walk out. Like Charlie. People spit anywhere. Gates are full. Charlie. Chaka. Why? So what's the purpose of education? When you go to school, what do they teach you? It, like is education just learning that you use English word book long or yes, I like I would prefer education to tell you that keep yourself clean, love your neighbor. No, education is not like algebra A plus do I mean is that what all oh, the only thing about education? So they go to school and go and learn how to spell words and go and learn how to write big English and they can't even wash their hands when they eat. They don't have a proper toilet. Like how is that education? That's that's not I mean an education that doesn't help you to be clean is not education at all. It's probably just it's come, you know, but we are we are creating a generation of people who have no appreciation of cleanliness, who we are dirty, we prioritize money over everything. I mean, look 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 at our, our spaces, putting up grotesque buildings. Yeah. So there's this article, high price of beauty across architecture prioritizes aesthetics over health of the environment. It's an article published on the twenty fifth of April two thousand and twenty three on City newsroom.com uh, just a quick uh, some of the paragraphs mm. um, it opens by saying tiled walls, concrete floors mm -hmm. gigantic glass windows mm. white and grey aesthetics a sprinkle uh, to zilch of glass this has gradually become the uh, signature look of the buildings littered across the capital. The scarcity of verdant spaces has become a common denominator mm. among these edifices, causing a stare online each time a new listing is posted. Mm. Now, a few discerning individuals worry about the potential cascading effects of mm -hmm. water runoff mm -hmm. during heavy downpours. Mm -hmm. Now, the elderly lament the death of a homey touch Mm -hmm. they were accustomed to in a traditional architecture. Mm -hmm. Now, there are also uh, those who sense that something is not quite right, mm -hmm. even though they may not be able to pinpoint the issue. Despite the varied origins of these concerns, mm -hmm. they are valid and hold a great deal of significance for all parties involved. Mm -hmm. Now, while modernity and uh, trendiness may be cited as reasons for the latest architectural designs in Ebon Accra, mm -hmm. there is a growing concern about the lack of landscaping that has become a hallmark of the city's real estate boom. Mm -hmm. Landscaping is not just about aesthetics. It serves a greater purpose. Mm -hmm. In this article, we would explore how landscaping can play a vital role in my, uh, mitigating floods and addressing the urban heat island effect. Mm. Two pressing challenges that cities around the world are grappling with. Mm. It goes on to deal with a trendy, but at what cost? And, and some other... I'll come to that. Let me talk to Desmond Apia, who's the country lead for the Clean Air Fund. Because part of this discussion is, inevitably, this crazy under-appreciation of nature leads to low-quality air, which relates to the story you originally read about mm. non-communicable diseases, mm -hmm. And all of those things. So, Desmond, thanks for joining us. Good morning. Hello, Desmond. Hello. All right, I don't. I don't know if he's on. If you can't hear me, we'll, we'll clarify that. So, the article we were reading was talking more about aesthetics. You know, in in how you can do landscaping mm -hmm. as a way of mitigating the effects that um, you were talking about. On, on environment of these high rise is it more expensive to do those things it is not but it's about you know planning and cutting out the space for that specific purpose every space in accra 
small space we find will build something there. So where did if you, it is not kiosks, we are putting there. We are putting containers there. If it is not containers, we are putting a building there. Every space, every single space we find. Achimota, Achimota. But for the Bruhaha, of course. I mean, we're told that Sir John and so. Of course, that matter is still before court. But in some other people, they were planning to cut away parts of the Achimota forest. Sell it and build, develop, That's right. develop it. Go, go through rich. The green belt at East Legon between Boundary Road and Motorway mm-hmm. is now full of pharmacies. Yes. You go through Ridge, the, the, where the ministers live, the back there. Oh, Charlie, development is going on by heart. And yesterday, Occupy Ghana was compelled by the rate of the so-called return of land to the original owners. And that guys, they use it to you know get the land for themselves. And they are and going they, to... Yes, and the Occupy Ghana is saying that, no, you should stop the way you are claiming you are returning land to their original owners and under that guys you are stealing you are doing all kinds of things let's talk to desmond country leader for clean fan desmond thanks for joining us good morning good morning sir i'm frustrated this morning about the i can, I can tell about I the dystopia the disto- <laughs> the di- like I, I don't even know it, it, what is it is the problem spiritual or is it like the school we didn't go some like why why are things so bizarre <laughs> I mean, bro, uh, what is going on? I think um, it's um, maybe a certain reduction in appreciation of the impact of some of the um, activities that we are undertaking and also a lack of um, education. And as we talked about this morning, a certain sense of irresponsibility on the part of all of us, uh, both from the leadership and from us as citizens. Uh, and that is why I think we are getting to the point that we are getting to. It was quite surprising, for instance, hearing about the situation in Ho uh, from the minister yesterday. And rightly, you mentioned about our reactive nature. Uh, we seem to have become a lot more reactive, even though our history does not show so. So I think it's a combination of a lot of things, and we have to also tackle it from all these angles. So what is the consequence of this lack of appreciation of nature for our air quality, for example? Um, I, um, as the report said, it is the, the greenness is like the lungs. That is what filters uh, the, the air. It also adds to our mental well-being. And the lack of appreciation and the chopping down and the, the devastation that we are seeing is part of what is leading to the number of deaths that we are seeing related to um, air pollution. For instance, um, report from 2019 WHO shows that Africa, deaths related to air quality, is accounting the second highest number, accounting for over 1 million deaths, uh, second only to HIV AIDS. And here in Ghana, WHO estimates about 28,000 deaths, and in Accra, about 18,000 deaths a year. World Bank has done a study which identifies that air pollution-related deaths is costing Ghana's economy $2.5 billion. And I like to put it against going to IMS for $3 billion for over three years. And this $2.5 billion is on a yearly basis. That's relating to uh, pollution. And so these are some of the consequences. And there is also the need for more research and more discussion to be had. And I'm glad that you always seem to pick it up uh, so that we can begin to put it on a scale to appreciate 
that our lack of action and our planning regime, the way we think about development. Development is not just about roads. And every time I hear um, our leaders say we are just going to cut ourselves for a 12-lane road, I'm asking myself, could it have been a six-lane with a rail line next to it? Because rail lines would take more cars off the road, put more people um, uh, people to park, and we will reap the benefits of cleaner environment. And these are not rocket science. They are being done and proven all around the world. China, a few years ago, was suffering from massive pollution. They declared a war on pollution, massive investment in that sector, and they reaped the benefits or are beginning to see the real benefits of cleaning the air. So the solutions are not far-fetched. We just need to rearrange the way we are thinking and looking at things. Typical example, again, is the AstroTurf example that you gave this morning. It is a reorientation. We have $1 million each constituency to invest. Should we be investing in AstroTurf when our main challenges is our, our economic? So it's just the reorientation of our thinking, I think, uh, that we, we need to be uh, focusing so, on. So is it the schooling system that should go back to this type of thing? Is it the churches that should start preaching it? Or should we form a green political party or something? <laughs> I think if we form the green political party, it would be difficult to make a dent currently. But um, on a more serious note, the churches, the schools, the media, all of us need to be talking about it, to be discussing it, and showing the alternatives. We need to show the alternatives. To let everyone know that the one way is not the only way. Um, and there, there are things that could be done. So the churches should talk about it. People believe in the religious leaders. We need to be able to get them to talk about it. When we talk, you go to a church environment, and they've paved. They've chopped the trees and paved. Is it not possible to plant the trees in those car parks? Some churches are doing it. Why can't we do it also all over the place? If you go to um, a, a mosque and there is opportunity to plant trees around there, why don't we encourage that? So it should be Prove it is proven, and we should be showing more examples of this so that people could know that it can be done. I went to Legon last week, and as I drove through the place, you know, me, I was born at Medina, so I've I Legon is some, some, a place I know very much. Yes, they've they, they have new buildings in Legon, but the, the place has kept its trees from I mean, even from TF Hostel all the way to the exit to Gimpa. The, the University of Ghana has a lot of trees. When you go to KN University, it's the same. So is it a type of governance they have that, that makes them... Because I'm sure they also had opportunities to just build. But somehow, they've maintained the environmental integrity of the place. So is, should we get the lecturers coming around the country now? So we all... I mean, maybe, I don't know. Um, I, I think it's, it's the reorientation. We need to reorient. And... Remember, these places that you are mentioning were not built recently. If, this, if you go up north, traveling from to Navongo, from Bolga, you would see a lot of trees lined um, all over the place. There was an effort um, a couple of years ago to plant more trees also along some major roads. So it can be done, and it should be done. We are spending money also on the Greening Day, but is it? The, the right way. So there are a lot of questions about the resources that we are spending and reviewing how we are spending it so we get the results. Maybe some of the uh, goals that we are setting are skewed, not uh, promoting integration of this environmental prudence into the way we do things. 
Um, there's a project we are running, for instance, in Accra, with Accra, uh, looking at data, because we think that our policymakers also need to have a lot of localized data, not uh, data from external sources, localized. That can then help them in making some of these decisions, because sometimes all the examples they are hearing about are from other places, and maybe it's difficult to bring it into our own context. And so bringing that data, a lot of research has been done at the universities that need to also be incorporated into the way we are thinking before we get to the stage of implementation. And um, mm. if, if, if we don't bring these things in, the academia, I know most of the conversations about academia and industry, what about academia and governance? Why can't we also bring academia more into the governance in terms of understanding the things that are going on um, the level of engagement, not from a position of knowing it all, but a position of getting good input, just so we can arrive at the goal, a developed country, sustainable development, and everybody doing well. So these are some of the things that, as you're asking, I think we ought to begin to <clears> take <throat> more seriously uh, so that we can get to that. Finally, finally, what do you do at the Clean Air Fund? <laughs> We're a philanthropic organization. We support um, actions that improve air quality for all, and I have to emphasize that for all, because the vulnerable are more exposed, they suffer most. Um, usually you see slum areas are built closer to dirtier uh, areas, if we could put it that way, sources, dirtier sources, uh, maybe close to dams, industries, and the like. So we work with partners. We don't, we hardly do direct implementation, but we work with partners, researchers, government, non-profit, media organizations to make the issue of air quality um, central and then to see that there are actions that we can take that help us to achieve our specific goals but also improve the quality of air because it's a common factor for all of us. To keep persisting. I'm sure if we keep working at it, we'll make some change. I really thank you. Country lead for the Clean Air Fund this month. Pia. Time check is 8.30. Um, what can we do to reduce ecological disaster? Ho, you know, I said to you, when I retire, I want to go and live in Ho. Mm-hmm. It's still on the cards. I, I, I believe so. I, I just feel like <laughs> every society or group needs, like the, the reason Legon and it's where, the way it is, I guess, is because the way they have their leadership you can't come and become VC and start doing anything you want. So there's a system of governance that institutionalizes certain things. And then they have empowered their, um, I don't call it the maintenance unit or whatever, their parks. So like there's a, a certain system in place which 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 is continuous. Do you get me? So you go to Legon today, trees that, and me, I used to walk, when I'm going to school, when I get down Legon, I take to get down Legon bus stop. Mm-hmm. walk through um, there's a place you walk through where they used to sell food mm-hmm. and then you, you appear at the place where the people go and refill their fuel at Legon and then you walk on that road all the way to Upongolo mm-hmm. and then you walk behind the park and go to the school the trees which were there in 1984 they are still there today big 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 trees when you drive from Legon all the way to Gimpa yep. on oh, both sides of the road so uh, my thinking is that one there's a governance structure that will not allow people to arbitrarily cut down trees. The community also celebrates. It's like the people there, they, I think they think. That's the only way I'll see it. 
everybody sees the place as a steward. So it's not like you can't come to Lagos and, and take over your bungalow and say it's for me. So you sleep there when your time is up, you go. So I think that mentality about this university is bigger than us. It was built in 1948. We will come and go. It will still be there. That's that's how we should see our society. But it's like here, I buy land. I can do anything I want. Okay. Now, if you buy land, you shouldn't be able to do anything because you bought the land. Because in the university, you can sleep in a house in Lower Hill. But you know that when you finish, somebody else come and take over. So there's a bigger community and a certain level of permanency. Then there's also a certain of even the way they build. So if you go to Legon, you cannot build any building and do any design. They, said they have a Japanese style that they choose. Mm-hmm. So you know this red brick thing. Mm-hmm. Even if you are building a new building, apart from the chemistry building, mm-hmm. there's only one or two buildings in Legon that don't follow that style. Yeah. So there's a certain culture Consistent. that has been built into the place. Do you get it? And there are vast amounts of land. So it, it looks like we have to transpose that type of thinking into society. So if I go to Ho, there's people in Ho to say, look, you can't come and build here like that. We don't do that here. You can't come and set up this thing here. But we don't have any values. It's almost like once the person has money, once the person goes to the same local community with us or whatever, we are allowed to do anything. You know? I, let me let me give you another example. You know, I used to live at um, um, Roman Ridge after moving from Odoko mm-hmm. to uh, to Kwashiman and then moving eventually to Roman Ridge. Mm-hmm. Spent some years there. Mm-hmm. Just recently, I, I went by the place because a client was interested in something in that area that I needed to provide some diligence report on. When I got there, you know, there's an, a ministerial enclave there mm-hmm. and uh, an ambassadorial enclave. Mm-hmm. But I, I'm talking about from 2009. Oh, I remember your time. Yes. I remember. There's some, some thief came to steal your... Charlie, I'm Robert. I know that to Yes. When I went back there, Bernard... Kiosk in Kwa... Kiosk containers. And I'm talking about the ministerial enclave. Yes. What is some it? of the areas are also built for doing high-rise buildings, apartments for rent. Yes, Bernard. You see, these are ministers and deputy ministers. These are judges. Oh, Charlie. It would seem that people went back to their villages to import their people to Accra. <laughs> now, what do they have to do? They don't have much to do. So, we engage in trading. Okay. We don't have stores here. So, what do you do? You call Kiosk, the, uh, Kiosk or you call this man who does uh, metal uh, containers mm-hmm. to come and construct one. So, the entirety of the beauty of yeah. Roman Ridge previously, it's, it's as I knew, is going. going. It's fading away. Yeah. And and they are building concrete tiles and yeah. all of these. So things. they put the kiosk, a metal container. They build concrete tiles. Yes. Meanwhile, previously you had green grass in those spaces. Pray they don't start having brothels. Pray, oh. pray, pray they don't start doing cubicle brothels, and they start doing uh, this thing. Uh, they start bringing spot. You know, spot. <laughs> Drinking spot. Yes, yeah, spot. They'll put the spot. In fact, there's one part of Roman. When I pass, some man be they sit the tree and they wait for the spot to open, so that you go enter. So the, the spot is on the left. Then he sits in the, the right, just mm-hmm. waiting for the spot. You know spot, then you read a book. Oh. So Ghanaians, the only way, I think about it, quality of life. I'm, I'm going back to places. Go to Nairobi. There are parks in Nairobi that you can go to. Nairobi is a very green city. Here, people's only leisure is spot. You know drinking spot. So you go to spot and go and drink Guinness, chew kebab, and then you go and sleep. I was watching a documentary yesterday sad, sad, sad on life. life expectancy expectancy in the what do you call it the U- US mm-hmm. and then Japan. Mm-hmm. 
and they said Japan had one of the highest levels of life life expectancy. I mean, excess of eighty seven years or so. The U.S. was averaging around seventy five years, and then they compared that to other parts of the world, mm -hmm. and it came down to first of all the food they eat in mm -hmm. Japan. Mm -hmm. The quality of the exercises they do, mm -hmm. the green spaces, the green spaces that mm -hmm. are available. Mm -hmm. People in their advanced years, they are still working. They still go out. People are cycling. Mm -hmm. The spaces are not the way we have it here. Mm -hmm. So you can even go. So for instance, we have the Odor River here. Ideally, Bernard, mm -hmm. Odor River should not be in the state. Is it the river? Well, I mean, whatever it is, <laughs> it should not be in the state in which it is. You know, ideally, you and I, no, when we go on the show, we are going that. to put some canoes and things. No, there's, a, there's, a, there's, a, there's a theory. <laughs> there's, a, there's a theory that relates the state of your mind to the state of your gutters. Look, the other ever just tells you that that's how we think. Ideally, when we leave the show, after all this aggression Collect and all this frustration, co collectively, collectively, our mind in Accra is the Odor River. We should go there and look yeah. at my great No, no, no. Listen, I'm telling you, collectively, you may have a good mind, but when you put all the <laughs> yeah, minds in Accra together, the Odor River is the product. I beg you. I'm telling you. I beg you, Alaski. You can tell the conscience of a nation by what you look at, at in these gutters. Our collective mind yes. is what you see in the other. Bernard, I agree with you I'm because the accounts have a saying. I'm telling you, the accounts have a saying. Thing, say, uh, the old person. How do they say? Openia, owofie, na akola momofra bewe nankano. Say a kind nankawufwa. I'm going to name a kind. I'm going to name a kind. Openia, owofie, na omai, omai, okay. So you can't sit here and say that won't count. You are a part you are a part and parcel of the problem we are talking about. Hey, no, let me tell you something. The only reason why we are we are not talking about flooding is not because there's like the rains haven't really come seriously in Accra and then the way of managing the city has also been decimated there isn't even a figurehead mm -hmm. the institutions are not working whatever it, it's it's a problem I, i'm telling you that look me I, i'm not impressed by cantonments laboni nyaniba estates mm -hmm. i'm not impressed by gis big english we go to no we don't know anything our our odor river circle that's us you know we can dress nicely in british airways go to conferences in geneva go and speak big english Yesterday, a friend of mine was in some conference. He sent me a voice note. It's like they're speaking at a conference, speaking nice English. Nobody respects what you say in those conferences. Because when they come to your city, you are not even properly planned. You're not, you're not, you're not, you know, respect Sad. is not a product of wearing suit and speaking English at conferences. Well, surely, we don't know anything. We, are, we can't even keep our cities clean. And we sit here, we think we know something. We speak English. Ah. The one who even taught you the English, he has Hyde Park. You see, the people who we claim we are learning development from, who have more money to invest in real estate? They have the common sense to keep parks in the middle of their city. You, your climate is hotter. They even have temperate climates. You, your climate is tropical. You are a land of forest, and you cut all your trees, and then you just create this kind of crazy dystopia, and then you are. Why we don't do that? Which picture are we going to shoot from, with the drone and market? Which, Which picture? 
the, this topic buildings you and are then we emasculated about, about all the all the agencies like land town, town and country we've we've mm-hmm. it's almost like in ghana the only way you can be effective is you're a minister of something even now deputy ministers if you don't get post so if you are not a marquanta you can't do anything so you need to be a minister who is like hey let's go hey deputy minister nothing <clears throat> and, and mc they, we don't even know who they are again we don't MC, it's gone as for people like heads of agencies oh they have no don't figure so it's all about him as a president hey the vice president hey the minister that's all everybody so the big man is him we are we don't have any proper institutions that work okay so institutions are not working we are putting specs specs in round holes people whose only qualification for occupying positions because they've been part of some tripod they haven't managed anything in their <laughs> life they don't understand anything no integrity <laughs> and then you, you somehow hope that if you pray 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 give offering give offering believe by faith by faith the country will move on you are just joking like you are just a joke you are you're not going anywhere the, the other day I, I, you, you, are, you, are, you won't do anything I, I was watching this mini series and i said it on panorama some lady told some guy you are joking jokes <laughs> and all we do is create comedy about everything so everything is funny we are not even no. melancholic as a country like the the mood of the country is sanguine you know when when you have nothing to be people are dying of communicable diseases teenagers are getting pregnant in the hundreds Tune into radio. Dag me ang useless jesting over unnecessary things. Countries that have done far better than you, even the mood of the nation is very somber. They are thinking about their condition. We are not even worried about our own condition. What can we make in Ghana? Tell me one thing we can make. All the things, if everything we can make Japanese. Look, even the clothes you are wearing. I was in my office, some India guy came some time ago that he came to sue a suit for me. I drove him away. <laughs> <laughs> that oh his business he brought some material that if I want suit he will so India guy you drove him away he should clear off from my face but here we'll take it and we'll wear the suit and put a picture on Facebook because we have a low self esteem we can't make anything and all the things we do look everything that we use we import it from somewhere even add value to agri you can't do it yet you're always giving speeches so you know the school did you go so what's your use on earth do you import rice and eat like what what is what what is what are, what is Ghana adding to all the things you produce? Cocoa, cocoa powder, CPC, bobo, everything you want to do. You have to go and bring something from Hungary or Turkey or Japan or China. Meanwhile, we go to the same schools. Now people are even sewing for us. Tile to lay, they'll come from Togo. I just say and all we do speak English, interview politicians, go to church. Why? What is wrong with the people? Like, it's almost like somebody has put a blanket over the people, and they are just surviving. They are happy with their ignorance. The country is dirty. They are just not serious. And then they talk about black stars. Football is going down. Everything they can't make anything. Mention ten things we make in Ghana. Even five things we make properly. Even you go and bring an imported car from US in a car wreck, a mechanic can't even fix it. He can't even fix it. He will put a machine on it and tell it's a lower hop. He doesn't even know anything. Polytechnic to say they want to be invested so they can also speak English and come on and also come and talk. Like, why are you doing this? The only thing I do is you can show shirt. We wear the shirt that they sold for us now. Even the pants you are wearing, you can't make it in Ghana. You have to import it. Your socks, you import it. Shoe. Horseman shoe, one or two. Nothing. Glasses, import. Shaving stick, import. Deodorant, import. Too Condom, big. import. <laughs> Gotta, wh- when are you going to wake up and say you've been screwed? This whole thing has come. The independence you got, crying, you don't even know what it means. <laughs> I'm telling you, like we are, we are so back. People are doing. Look at Elon Musk. Mm-hmm. 
somebody just created something in a week they have 100 million followers the guy who created that thing that you just spoke about 100 yes. million yeah then we will spend all our time consuming it and spend a little money we have on it shaking bottle and then we get up <laughs> no, then you hear me? and then we'll be arguing over whether this is better than that then go to tiktok we won't add any value our people are not doing anything like what the hell is, what's wrong with us so what is our use to the rest of the world <laughs> africa what are we doing Boy, so we, we are just eating <laughs> ah! what are we adding to the stock of the world's resources to develop lithium go and bring russians to develop this go and bring this the ministers we've gone to japan we've gone to china they've come to help us so you know what <laughs> we call it yellow we, we just you know, i'm saying it in a very funny way but it is for me today we're talking to some here and we're talking about auto industry mm-hmm. and he was asking so what do we actually make in ghana what do we make what what can we paper paper that they will even print material and import it then they say oh, because the trees that they used to make the paper they don't grow here you think if japanese were living in ghana they were importing trees from ghana from japan like we say the trees we have we used to make paper so you should go and import paper from us because you can make it cheaper import t-shirt everything import ink everything import so you you what are you what is your use to the rest of the world that you can't do anything you've had mpp you've had ndc you speak english you change politicians you promote young people to speak plenty they can't, don't do nothing they don't know anything we make democracy let's stop this thing and wake up and stop this hypocrisy and this mediocrity the country is not going anywhere the country is not going anywhere you follow this your parties and they've not given you anything hey. so oh what have you what have, even, are you sure oh, oh that's true what have you got are you sure that's true. the quality sure? of what did they get go and follow politicians so. and give you it's flat screen and then you they give you two thousand to vote Bentua. and then you say you are happy but that is that answers the person's immediate needs it's, it's part of the problem. The person's thinking, he thinks that's what he needs. Yeah. You don't need any flash screen from any politician. But no, that's why which I asked you to tell. Even he, the person who's building that who's house, he's not having a proper quality of life. Oh. You don't even have a park to go and sit and think, Seth. Charlie, you, you, <laughs> why do you want to, why do you want to go think? Go and sit in your house and think. Go and sit in your house. You should think majority of the time. Drive through Dansoma. Spot. Everything spot. That time I described right Dan Soman is one of the best planned communities in Accra. Yes. Where is the park to go and sit in Dan Soman to think? There are brothels near his park, place. Sports in Sports. And they are eating. You close from like at 8 Mosque. Beer. You go and eat kebab. Yes. And you think you have a good quality life. You have a big stomach. And you are walking there happy. Let me tell you. You are not serious. You go and drink beer. Eat kebab. Then your stomach is big. Then you are walking there happy. That you are living. Hey, let me tell you something. Uh, yesterday, arguing over politics. Now you think you are so smart. Bernard, I said yesterday. I'm not serious. But I was Kibab trying to nice. hold on. I was trying to uh, give directions to somebody, yeah. a friend of mine, like a group, you know, to my house. And so I was like, "Oh, you move here, here." He's like, "Oh, I saw for the new one." Look at that. Look at <laughs> I don't know. Charlie, what are you talking about? Mm. Uh, forgive me, but that's what everybody was like. I was like, ah. That's not what you need to say. Just the junction after the bean sellers. I was like, oh, pastor, forget you. This is where. <laughs> so for us, quality oh. of life means you go to work, close later, 7 p.m., pass on drinking spot, eat kebab. I'm not spoiling kebab business, but eat kebab every night, drink some beer. This is no longer kebab, it's catfish. Look at that. We like catfish. It's, 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 a, lo- it's a wretched life. According it's a you, wretched life. I'm telling you, you, according to everywhere. No. Do, do, do the people come and park their cars there to come and enjoy and the other people enjoy what it's because they think that's enjoyment ah, but I don't know what it is happiness is what you make of it you can't even get a place to think that is where they think 
They don't think. They just drink. We don't think. Don't think. If they are thinking, if they are thinking, is is that the, is this is this the product of thinking? But of Then you are thinking to the wrong side. Why? They are thinking about the plans that people come up with sitting behind so their glass. To go and and build more useless, ugly buildings. <laughs> uh, we don't have class. We don't have taste. What? Bernard. What a wretched society. No, no, I do. I'm telling you. It's a wretched society. We need to change. We need to... Everything we are doing, we are doing it bad. We can't make anything. Our educational system is a failure. We can't make nothing. What can we make? Phone. Bobo. <laughs> I'm saying on your body, everything you have, somebody did it for you. The, it's my bag that uh, the guy who did the, the watch gave me. What's his name? Uh, Caveman. Caveman did uh, the, the bag. He did it himself. Everything else is important. Everything. Including the mask you are wearing. And look at my face like that. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible situation. We don't excel at nothing. We are not, we are not the best at anything. This is not a Kwame Kuma, This is not a Ghana Kwame Kuma wanted. Go and read about him at the Mausoleum. The things he said. Charlie, look we, for we his speech and we haven't, we haven't even appreciated. And I was talking about independence. You see, we are we Kwame are not. Kuma's Sky, mm-hmm. there's a difference between being independent and being free. He said independence is deliverance from the oppressor, mm-hmm. but freedom is release from oppression. Mm-hmm. And oppression is the way you think, the way you live, your slavery, your mind. We we are, we are understand responsibility. We still have a dependency syndrome, blaming people for everything. Communities, I'm in a community, <clears throat> estate of 30 houses. They can't even come together to pay, they can't even come together to pay, um, what do you call it? They call it maintenance, maintenance fee. fee. Somebody is a church leader. He doesn't have the common sense to know that if you are part of an estate of 30 people, you are supposed to pay so that we quit the common areas. Because he's not living in the estate, he won't contribute. Then he goes to church to pray. To which God? He doesn't even understand his responsibility to his community. So, People cannot even we can't even function properly in our small units. There's no politician among us. We he, he, they can't even maintain the walls of the estate. They don't even have the the presence of mind to know that there's collective action. Why won't politicians dribble you in front of his house? He can't even keep it clean. Once he moves out of his house, everything else he doesn't care. He doesn't even know that the street. He hasn't even gone to meet his neighbor to discuss how do we even sweep our front. Then you go to church and, and be praying a lot for what for what? There, there's a fundamental corruption of the software of the Ghanaian. I'm telling you. Have to reprogram. Ask the people in your estate. There's those who are estate managers. How difficult it is to even get people to pay. So you have to pay through the nose. So estates that function, people pay dollars. Because when you tell people to contribute 50-50, everybody's trying to, to outsmart the system. So <laughs> at the end of the day, we all don't progress. Everybody's trying to cheat the system. You get me? So we are we are all not... There's no collaboration. You stood it's down. terrible. Yeah, I understand. You play Kwame Nkrumah for us for, for for a few minutes so that we can use that to. No, you play. think I? You think I'm, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not angry. No, no, I know you are not I angry. I'm just saying that you should. I am. I am very, very sure. I am telling that, that, that if they don't wake up, uh-huh. all who say is that he came, he lived, he gave birth to children, and he died. Yes. He will have no contribution to history. And the greatest tragedy is not death; it is living without making any impact. Mm-hmm. So dying is not a problem as against living to 100 years and not contributing nothing. Just drinking oxygen, not creating anything, not adding any value. Yesterday I was reading about people who have developed thinking. Mm-hmm. John uh, 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 Thomas Hobbes, John Locke, Ibn Khaldun. Russo. The only Ghanaian who came close was in Kruma. If, if they didn't even add him. They are talking about people who have made civilizations. They didn't even add us. Where is our contribution to global thinking? The Rousseau, René Descartes, all these people they were mentioning. There was only Mandela, Jomo Kenyatta, Ngugi Batiunga, one or two people, maybe in Kwame Nkrumah. Where are the rest of the people who went to all the schools? All these guys who have contributed, we're talking about it. 
uh, 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 John Rawls. You learned these things in school. Me, I didn't. Thomas Hobbes, the Leviathan. These are contributors to civilization, thinking, ideas around how the world should be formed. We, we just came to eat and drink and go. Why? Didn't we also go to some other school? Yeah, so you, Where are our intellectuals? You, you, you slow down. Play the team for me. No, they are, Bernard. They are, they are, nobody listens. At long last, the battle has ended. And thus, Ghana, your beloved country, is free forever. And here again, I want to take the opportunity to thank the chiefs and people of this country, the youth, the farmers, the women, who have so nobly fought and won this battle. Also, I want to thank the valiant ex-servicemen who have so cooperated with me in this mighty task of freeing our country from foreign rule and imperialism. And as I pointed out at our party conference at Sorbonne, I made it quite clear that from now on today, we must change our attitudes, our minds. We must realize that from now on, we are no more a colonial, but a free and independent people. But also, as I pointed out, that also entails hard work. I am depending upon the millions of the country, the chiefs and people, to help me to reshape the destiny of this country. We are prepared to build it up and make it a nation that will be respected by every other nation in the world. We know we are going to have difficult beginnings, but again, I'm relying upon your support. I'm relying upon your hard work. Seeing you in these thousands, it doesn't matter how far my eye goes, I can see that you are here in your millions. And my last warning to you is that you ought to stand firm behind us so that we can prove to the world that when the African is given a chance, he can show to the world that he's somebody. Today, from now on, there is a new African in the world. That new African is ready to fight his own battle and show that, after all, the black man is capable of managing his own affairs. We are going to demonstrate to the world, to the other nations, young as we are, that we are prepared to lay our own foundation. As I said in the assembly just a minute ago, 
I made it point that we are going to say that we create our own African personality and identity. This is the only way in which we can show the world that we are ready for our own battle. But today, may I call upon you all that at this great day, let us all remember that nothing in the world can be done unless it has the proportion support of God. We have done the battle. And we again rededicate ourselves not only in the struggle to emancipate other territories in Africa. Our independence is meaningless unless it is linked up with the total liberation of the African continent. Let us now, fellow Ghanaians, let us now ask for God bless you. And for only two seconds, in your thousands and millions, I want to ask you to pause only for one minute and give thanks to Almighty God for having led us through obstacles, difficulties, imprisonments, hardships and suffering to have brought us to the end of our trouble today. One minute, silence. Ghana is free forever. And here, I will ask the band to play the Ghana National Anthem. How come we sell the contracts? Biggie lifestyle, small paper. You make you celebrity, the shop for counter. We get eyes, but can't see. Bribery and corruption. Our leaders, you take it, but don't give. So make a act. No be you talk, say my beloved country is free forever. But still we the suffer. In Kuma, where you dead? No be you talk, say my beloved country is free forever. But your people still the suffer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. While I did, while I did, where the money go. They suffer just to eat some bread and butter. Teeth this boy, we know they bother you. They use four million dollars just for soccer. Cause big man go taking cards. This kind of things I know they bar. Them say that you're free, tell it be like the white man for colonists. We again before we rise up. Welcome to Ghana. When you see Koti, be by force you for Roja. The church is in the business center. Sell a sticker to protect me by the preacher. Get the bounce. Where them day, our missing children, where them day, the Takradi Kessi, where them day, me I'm not afraid to say, Kuma, where you dead? No be you talk, say my beloved country is free forever, but still we the suffer. In Kuma, where you dead? No be you talk, say my beloved country is free forever. His name is Episode. And uh, so much to say this morning. And look, we're not just trying to be flippant. There's a lot of things that are interconnected. So whether it's an environmental discussion, it's a leadership discussion, built environment, attitudes, education, it's all interrelated. All right. 
and we had a better start than most countries our leaders i mean look at charlie Goffred. think about the spontaneity he had, he had given a written address in parliament which was where the supreme court is and then they sort of voted the motion of destiny and everything else and then opposite parliament where the Nkrumah memorial park is, is where the people were gathered so he then he, he went there to now address the people because i don't think they were watching live what was happening so i was going to tell them you know and the the, the i mean everything is in the speech the speech needs to be steady everything is in the speech too. and this is did, did he have a paper no no no, no. he was standing there yeah, was hey. white handkerchief to, from his heart yeah i think it was one of the gifts that he had his oh gift of oratory was legendary but I, I was asking you the speech apart from the line that we all know ghana beloved country is free forever and the part about a united africa did, did you learn it in school no i in had to, i had to it's actually an adult that i started following the speech so in school all we were told is that our independence is completely meaningless so they'll ask you who said this like some very funny aspects. unless it is language so we didn't really learn the, learn the speech we, we we like sky was saying perhaps it would be important yeah to have elements of this in our basic education yeah. growing up you see because yeah you, you talk about mm. orientation when you are having this conversation yeah. you know yeah. the mindset you've spoken a lot about the mind yeah. and we need to train the mind from a very early age some of these things are important to yeah. training the minds so when you know these things um it, it puts your mind in a certain train of thought you know that this is how a country is supposed to function this is what yeah. we are supposed to this we are supposed to be it gives a certain kind of pride and means that whatever it is you do you are guided by that foundational principle it's very much like uh, my good friends in china you get the red book whether i like it or not yeah you might disagree with it you might lean away from it but yeah. you know it yeah. from head to toe because it's, it's, part, it's of part of the development. If you don't have that, everybody understands yes. what the country yes. is about. Yes. It's about you meeting a regular American. So what is Ghana? No matter how ignorant the person is, the person has significant knowledge of what their independence declaration says. So what is Ghana about? We'll get there. Okay, so we we need to be able to push certain things yeah. into the minds yeah. of young Ghanaians. So that it helps shape them when they grow. Like I said, it might not be what you, you, your thinking will change, mm -hmm. but at least there is a foundation mm. for it. Mm. That you that there needs to be a benchmark for it as well. So, mm. uh, yeah. uh, you you playing this back, you know, yeah. I, it just like, got me Goffrey, You know what is interesting? The way and, he started it, and then he the, you see this morning I said something <clears> during <throat> the, the 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 business sense that there's a difference between independence and freedom independence or let me put it with deliverance from in from an oppressor and then freedom which is a process so one is an event one is a process and Kwame Nkrumah actually said it <clears throat> you understand he said that we have to work hard so that because there's imperialism and no colonialism and things that so on paper you have your independence all right you are self-determination you raise the Ghana flag so all the symbols of alleged independence is there but he says if we don't change our attitude and our mind we cannot really go anywhere and he actually you know he's he's basically saying that freedom is a process that begins with taking responsibility it's not just hey we are free we are jumping hey independence hey no it's hard work that's what he's saying so independence is two things yes 
the day they acknowledge that you are no longer under the crown, but you speak their language, you do everything they ask you to do, you are part of the economic system, they are here telling you how to manage your economy. 66 years later. And instead of we uniting to fight it, we fight each other. So like politicians will go and say, well, okay, the MPP primary is an internal family fight, so we shouldn't fight each other. Okay, what about NDC MPP? Is that not an internal family fight? Is that real? Is that yes? Like you are funny. You are telling your people in MPP that they shouldn't fight each other because they are from the same family. But then when it comes to the other parties, there they are from which other family? How big is Ghana? How big is the country that you spend all your life fighting just two parties changing? Like what? What are you doing? You get me? Meanwhile, countries that oppress you internally, they have. They have committed themselves to perpetuating certain ideas, whether it's Republicans or Democrats or whether it's whoever or whatever. But you, dear, you, 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 and when you come to power, you want to even sell your opponent because you want to win power because you don't have any proper plan for the power. It's part of the thing Krumah said. Yes, it wasn't perfect, but he left us a blueprint. We're not even reading about it anymore. We don't even talk about it. You go to economic development class, some of them don't even know what his seven year development plan even was. They don't care. It's like, oh, it's not relevant again. We have to go back to... Every country has foundations. If the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? The Kwame Nkrumah people, that's the foundation he laid. He spoke about attitudes. He spoke about hard work. He spoke about all the things that we've been talking about for 66 years. We've not been listening. We've not been listening. You know, and we... we and for me, we, we, we need to start using the airtime for better things. You know... It's 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 disheartening. Think about it. Almost every country in West Africa chose the red, gold, green because of Kwame Nkrumah. Kwame Nkrumah was their template. Guinea, Mali. You know, a lot of the people were like, this is the man who, who understands the picture for black Africa. You know? And we are you, change doesn't come by time. Change comes when you apply your mind to something. So this idea of independence, freedom responsibility i can't stop sky if we don't become more responsible citizens the country is not going anywhere it's true i'm not absorbing leadership leaders have to be accountable but citizens must become more responsible mm-hmm. i was listening to somebody yesterday he said when you are a slave it's easy to be a slave because you can blame somebody for your problem when you become free you have only yourself to blame for your problem so he calls it the responsibility of freedom that's what he says if you're a teenager and you think that you don't want to you, you want to be free, then you must show responsibility. Because once you are allowed, okay, you say you want to sleep at when you want to sleep. Okay, go and buy your own house, pay your own rent. Okay. If you are sleeping in your father's house at age 16 and he says the TV must go off at 9 p.m., you can't say, Well, I have rights. Okay, you have rights. All right, the rent is 200 cities a month. Contribute 70 cities. So responsibility comes with so you can't say you have a right to sleep when you want in your father's house and eat whatever food you want. You want the plate. You won't water the grass, you won't cut the lawn. Then when rent comes, you won't pay. ECG, you won't pay. And then you sit in your father's house and tell him, I, I'll beat you. Yes. <laughs> well, I you. <laughs> now, transpose that to citizen. A country, you say you want to be free. Everything, you have to go to somebody to do it for you. You are not free. You are, so you are, because you are not responsible, you can't manage your own resources. You can't manage your own wealth. You can't add value to what you have. God has given you cocoa. All you do is to go for syndicated loan. The cocoa industry is over 100 billion. You just go for two billion cocoa syndicated loan, share it among cocoa people, and then you move on, and you are happy. Like, what are you trying to? You get me? So, there, there has to be responsibility, and things like NCCE, 
education, church mosque, must start teaching citizens what a citizen is. Which includes when you see a politician trying to collect, do, do money buying, you call him out. Citizenship must be taught. It doesn't come naturally. Somebody can live in Ghana for 30 years and not understand what citizenship is. Because when somebody is banana and throws the pill on the street, it's very clear he doesn't know what citizenship is. You understand? You, he come, or he goes to pour rubbish in the gutter. He doesn't understand what a citizen is. You remember there was that video? Somebody was pouring refuse in running water. Mm-hmm. He has not been trained to be a citizen. So he's not read, he's not been, the school is a scam. The school didn't teach him what it means to be a citizen of Ghana. They, they did not. And the leaders are not, because the leaders are just trying to portray their own brand of their political party. You can't build a country based on a political party's ideology. Why, what, what makes you a Ghanaian citizen? What are the top three duties of a Ghanaian citizen? Call an average Ghanaian and call him. Do a phoning segment. Tell them to comment about Sir John. They will all talk. Tell me, what are the top five responsibilities of a Ghanaian citizen? Open phone lines. They won't say. But when you ask them, what did Akufuado say? What did Mahama say? John Mahama. That's all they know. Our party, social democracy. They don't even understand what social democracy means. Or property and democracy for that matter. But ask, ask people calling to your show. What are the top three duties of a citizen of a country? They don't tell you. They, they, they don't think about such things. Our leaders, that's all they think. There's no, we are not responsible. That's why the dystopia starts in our communities. I've said to you that they're probably living in estate communities. They can't even keep their common areas. Is that unto the fault of the MP? That you can't maintain your own common areas? You can't even do proper cleanup in your own community? Then you say, it's because you don't understand responsibility. So you're actually not free. If you are a slave of laziness, you are a slave of dependency, you are a slave of ignorance. And you think you are so smart because you've built a house and you have a big position in society. You don't know you are living a miserable life. Which is what I'm trying to do. I'm saying to Ghanaians that if you don't wake up, we will not even be an apostrophe in the history of time. Time will pass, nobody will remember us. And that's a tragedy. I don't want to die like that. Just come on earth, eat plenty of food, have plenty of children, and just, you know, contribute to your field. Do something different. You understand? That's why we talk like this. Not because we are smarter than anybody. We can't just come on every day, come and see, hey, Mr. Honorable, speak. You should speak what? What should he speak? What, what, what does he know that you don't know? Read about it and say it yourself. Give, use the medium to change minds. Don't come on air and can't just be telling people quick one answer stories. Because if people don't have knowledge, they will still be ignorant for the lack of knowledge. My people perish. That's why. That, so our job in the media is very powerful. And generally, stop ceding your mics to nincompoops to kind of just say anything they want because they have political party colors. They don't have better sense than you. Do your work as a journalist. Read. Research. Don't be lazy. Stop derelicting duty and every day passing the mic. MPP said this. NDC said this. Do an editorial for God's sake. Tell us what's the state of the economy. Stop always putting it in people's mouths. That's where you, you start failing. So we also have to put the limelight, spotlight on ourselves. The reason we go on and just talk like this is because there's a certain accumulated accumulated knowledge and anger on the basis of having 30 years of democracy and basking in past glories and the country can't even transform its economy. You know, that's where we need to go. We need to, we need to get serious. We need to get somber and sad and stop dancing every day. Dancing. It's not every day you dance. You say we are the happiest people on earth. TikTok. You have low quality life. I got to do interviews when I was like you go and interview 16-year-old mother, 20-year-old woman with K 
kids like crazy stuff and then you say because we are happy there's entertainment and things no you deserve a better life and not stop taking money from politicians to vote for them stop selling your future to them Archibald Frimpong is listening to us all the way uh, from the UK okay. and he sends in this message and says hello Richard Bennett and team I'm currently watching your program live on YouTube and I watch I want to share my thoughts on the topic having relocated to London two years ago I witnessed the effectiveness of a well-functioning system and the value placed on green spaces the presence of parks and gardens all around is truly remarkable probably every 10 to 15 walking distance you find one it's inspiring to see how the uk prioritizes green spaces shocking they will have smaller room sizes and have big gardens at the back of that house as someone in the sustainability profession i think it's sad looking at the situation in ghana without adequate green spaces ghana may face several challenges first the lack of green areas can contribute to increased pollution and air quality issues mm -hmm. as trees and plants help to absorb pollutants mm -hmm. and provide cleaner air. Additionally, the absence of green spaces can lead to a rise in urban heat island effects, making cities hotter and less comfortable for residents. Green spaces also play a crucial role in preserving biodiversity and supporting wildlife habitats, which are essential for a balanced ecosystem. Furthermore, Access to green spaces has been linked to improved mental health and well-being. This links to Richard's point on life expectancy. By creating parks and recreational areas, we can provide opportunities for relaxation, exercise, and community engagement, enhancing the overall quality of life for Ghanaians. Mm -hmm. Let's work towards creating a greener and more sustainable future for our country. Thank you for addressing this important issue on the program today. From okay. Archibald Frimpong. Let me give you more messages this morning on uh, the message board. Bernard, let's kind of know that the opinion is willing to be counted among the Nankari four, so the opinion doesn't care. <laughs> I'll say from Takradi. And Tony Kumar, what he says, you must repeat the proverb for him in Takwa. <laughs> Bernard and team, you know the Kumar Park you went to know. Yeah. I'm reading the person says, you know the Kumar Park you went to know. Some people have intentionally stepped on the white walls with their dirty shoes. Oh. Especially at the Freedom War, someone has removed a part of the H oh. in the Nkrumah signage at the same Freedom War, making the word read as Nkrumah. Some woman, uh, then also makes reference to the person who was caught urinating there that we discussed last week. This is Yao uh, from the airport. So let me quick comment on this one. You mm -hmm. see, we spoke about this. Mm -hmm. The GMMB, the mm -hmm. Ghana Monuments and Museum Board, mm -hmm. in line with the Ministry of Tourism, need to put something before parliament and i think it's only parliament that can do this legislate significant fines and punishments for vandalizing mm. yeah tourist sites yeah anything look um somebody sent me a video last week of somebody somebody of somebody from bulgaria who went to italy went to the coliseum uh -huh. and you know that thing we do bernard uh, i was here uh, so yeah, i was here so he was writing that he was filming school. He is facing a 16,000 euro fine. Tomorrow too. Or he will serve two years. You sleep in prison. In jail. In hard labor. For writing, I was here some. On the wall. At the on the walls of the Coliseum. Yeah, Thank the you. Heritage sites <laughs> by UNICEF and all these. Yes. The, I was here some. Yeah. The annoying part that he came from Bulgaria. Bulgaria. Said, I was here some. <laughs> 
the punishment is 16,000 euros. Or two years in jail. Or you will spend two years in jail. So GMMB and God. Don't lose God. Don't lose God. And make it clear. Put the signs there. If you touch the wall, you will will pay a thousand cities. On the spot. It's not like they'll take you. You will pay. They will just you. Yeah. yeah, yeah. (laughs) If you You hold your trouser. Yeah. And then announce it. And make this for all the public sites that we have. Elmina Castle, Cape Coast Castle, whatever it is, don't touch. If you touch, if you step, if you write, or places you are not supposed to write, some of the walls you are allowed to write messages. The places you are not supposed to do it. The fines should not be 50 Ghana CDs. You see, we have to show that we mean business. Yes. So tell the person that if you do it, you will pay 10,000 Ghana CDs. Yeah. Yeah. Let me continue. How I wish the Legon example could be replicated at UENR. Oh, the University of Energy and Natural Resources, indigenous trees have been cut. Oh. But the culture of silence on campus <laughs> keeps everyone. At the University of Energy and Natural oh, Resources. Area. Hmm? Oh, wow. So, yeah, it's a very green. Space. No, you don't no, get you what don't I'm get saying. We, the the university, university of, of natural, natural resources. resources. They are cutting they are down. They are cutting trees. trees. Somebody's alleging. Alleging. Send your report okay. to check. Good morning, Brother Bernard. <laughs> The truth of the matter is that the education that was brought to us was simply a scam, and its outcome is what we experienced. This is Meshakashite from Tema Community 3. You see, from Zenu says, Good morning, Team CBS. There's a problem with the software of our brain. I saw a video of Etiwa, and the filth there was shocking. Hi, Bernard. My family has a 40 acre land at Eyim, which we have intentionally kept, and we have intentionally kept the trees for over 40 years. Just last year, some chiefs emerged with land guards and graded this beautiful forest and landscape, all to steal and sell. The land has been fully registered since it was purchased. The police can't even stop them. This is Nicholas from North Legon. Oh, Sky, this one is for you. Says, ah, so is he saying there are no greens on his way to his own beautiful water region? Okay. No, that's not what I said. Yeah, I, I said that, yes, you can leave the trees to grow in the wild. But grooming, I use the word grooming. Uh-huh, okay. Grooming. I can show you videos of what it looks like. Okay. So Hello, you send me your number. Mm-hmm. This matter we're discussing is very serious. Mm-hmm. These things are happening in our ministries where jobs that are supposed to be done by civil servants are given to individuals on contract basis. When you mentioned they say government people must eat <laughs> just because they campaign for the party. Mm-hmm. I just don't want to go deep. God save us. Dear Bernard and team, thanks for this discussion. Right around the office of the AMA, market men and men have taken over the entire space from Accra City Hotel, Kimbu Senior High School and ATU. I guess the AMA is waiting for an order from the presidency where they can actually perform their mandate of ensuring sanity in Accra. Bernard, a former CEO of uh, Tema Metro, yeah, that's campus of Osuari, mm-hmm. spent 400,000 Ghana, 400, Ghana cities in 2012 to develop a park at Community One. Mm-hmm. That project was never completed. Oh. The statues are still wrapped in plastic, oh. surrounded by weeds and reptiles. Tema. Somebody sent a video of the Tema Children's Park. And he says he used to visit it in the 80s and early 90s. It's no longer what it used to be. Uh, good morning, Bernard. I admire uh, nature a lot. It's very disheartening when you see people cutting down trees with absolutely no regard for the environment. Uh, we're heading towards a serious disaster. Jones, Adoboy. Uh, Bernard, mm-hmm. who gives permits for the development that seems to be destroying our environment? Okay. MC. This one says, MCs. let's not forget those buildings, how those, those building houses by the road with shops underneath it, like apartments yeah. on top of shops. Yeah. Who even thought, who even taught us that? Uh, we learnt it. Uh, my brother, this is a, that's an American building star. Mm. My, my <laughs> no, you you they, they put the shops, the shops at the bottom and, and they, they live, live on, top, on top. On top. It's yeah. Chinese and American style. Yeah. 
my brothers, the, the bad things they will learn, the good ones will never learn. <laughs> the country Ghana is an autopilot. We have attractive laws on paper, but reality on the ground of everyday life are different. As you guys are wearing your heads about the symbolic nature of our cities, your target audience are also busily destroying the city. <clears throat> a careless state with a careless citizenry who are busy on social media portraying ignorance and beauty. This mm. is Yakubi B. Mm. No, read that again. There's, a, there's a nice message here that I told <laughs> yes. Maximo sent a message. He says, Bernard, fire this morning. I always say that it is good to develop the country for citizens, but I think it is better to develop the people for the country. Wow. Human resource drives development. Let me repeat this. It is good. So, you know, we spend a lot of our time talking about give us roads, give us water, give us light. He says it is good to develop the country for the citizens. But it is better to develop the citizens for the country. Because it's the citizens that will eventually develop the country. You know, so I think it's a powerful comment he sends. I've gotten a lot of messages on my phone. Uh, I want to read them. I want read to them, I want them. to give you one of my Bob Marley songs to just, you know. Read them. Read since, them. Give since, us the message. Yes, you give us the message. Uh, to just, you know. Uh, give us three them. minutes of messages. Uh, uh, these are, these, a lot of these messages are very long. Yes, yes but you them. must read them. Yes, yes. You know, okay. we're doing uh, the Lord's work this morning. All right, let's go then to I'll this one. Then I'll wrap up with this one. Well, I couldn't agree with you more on the challenge of not having any clear blueprints we seem to follow as Ghanaians. The challenge really is academia. Yes, at best, our academics. Academia is nothing but miseducated. It appears most of them are preoccupied with the ivory tourism. This happens to be the fact that we may be likened to one who has a small stock of books and in their questing to update one's library their perceived benefactor tells them to consign their old stock to the little bin because it's made one backward. Thus, to be civilized, one has to read only from the new stock of books from their donors. We have an educational system that makes you study everything but who you are. This is the missing link. This is Tete Akume sending this in. Kofi says, Bernard, the first people to post bills will be political parties and churches. Wait till posters of presidential candidates and churches go up on the walls. Very important point. Mm -hmm. They have to lead by example. <laughs> Bernard, this one is from somebody listening to me from New York. Mm -hmm. They say, hey, then Kwasi Asem in Ghana plenty too much. <laughs> Isn't you supposed to be asleep at this time? <laughs> New York at this time. Tali New Pacheco. York, New York. Is it the is it the Inquasiasem oh. for Ghana plenty? No, Pacheco. Yeah, is it the Inquasiasem <laughs> for Ghana plenty too much? Tali Pacheco be nice man. <laughs> no, Pacheco, good morning. He's, he's angry. I met him some time ago. Good morning, Pacheco. You know, but I really want to play one song too. Just no, let me read this one before you play the song. The one, it the says it all boils down to short sightedness and doing things for aesthetic pleasure. Mm -hmm. A newly built astroturf at Kalkudi became a pool after a little shower. And when we complained, they told us that it is a multi purpose swimming pool and football pitch. Good morning. <laughs> yes. He said, no, can, can you be like, he said, it's a new Hastro Tef at Kalkudi. This was like a month ago. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, it rained. It says, after a, uh, a downpour, um, it became flooded. And when they complained, <laughs> the people in the area told them that it is a multi-purpose swimming pool and football pitch. <laughs> so don't talk. <laughs> when it rains, we swim here. When it's dry, we play football. <laughs> Do I? 
By the way, at the Nathan Kwao 2020 Awards, there is a quote in their 2021 calendar for July and August. Mm-hmm. What are you it says, it is the perfection of the civil servant that will move <laughs> this country forward, <laughs> not the politician. Yep. Nathan perfection. Anan Kwao, yep. 1915 to 2005. Solid mind. Yeah, Solid it is mind. the perfection of the, the civil, civil servant. Yeah, yeah. He, he was a staunch believer. That will move this country forward. Working for one's country. Not the politician. Nathan Anan yeah, Anan means he was the fourth born. Yeah, yeah, Anan, Nianan. Yeah, Nianan. Yeah. He was fourth. He was wearing sunglasses. <laughs> so where's the ambassador? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 Buddha, you are from a good tree. You must not disappoint your generation. <laughs> because your grandfather, he lived his life. He do in part. Yeah. yeah. He said it is the perfection of the civil servant that will move this country forward, not the politician. But now let's take more comments uh, yeah. coming in. No, Scott, we have to do. We have to pay the. Ah, let's pay some. Hey, Otherwise, we will be out of financial order. <laughs> anyway, yeah. Lancaster University yeah. is saying that if you want a British degree from it. a world-class uni at a fraction of the mm-hmm. cost, get in touch with them. What are you getting? A diverse student community, vibrant campus life, and a fifty percent scholarship to support your study. Call them on zero three zero two two one eight nine eight nine, or send an email to admissions at Lancaster edu.gh Lancaster University Ghana the only British university campus in West Africa now the ECG is saying that between 11th July and 11th September they are organizing or embarking on Operation Zero Operation Zero will deploy ECG staff to the premises of customers to demand payment of outstanding bills now during the special exercise ECG will grant a moratorium to all who are consuming electricity without paying for it to allow them to visit their respective ECG offices for immediate regularization of their supply. ECG says that the regional and district offices will operate with a lean staff pool who provide essential services to customers to enable total participation by top management and staff. Help ECG to serve you better. Now, standard water is what you need for all your special occasions or even on a regular. They have 25 years of experience and they have been giving us water in 11 regions. They are expanding to cover the rest of the country. Call them on 0202-055703 or 0547-334385. This ad is FDA approved. Now, Old Mutual is 10 years. Join them to celebrate a decade of greatness. They've been working so hard in the field. They have over 500 employees and they are doing great things they have an annuity package they are the first to introduce whatsapp insurance and other big things call them on 0501 or visit their website oldmutual.com.gh old mutual do great things every day the ugmc is five years old already fast position itself as a world-class uh, academic medical center We'll be speaking to the Director of Medical Affairs, Dr. Kweku, Dr. Kwame Enim Buama, shortly. Take a short break, Sky. You want to read a final message? 
Yeah, just uh, before and then also, uh, you know, yesterday there was a statement issued by the Occupy Ghana. I think I find it very, very. Okay, we'll come to that. Let's let's take a break. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise. This is the City Breakfast Show. The city's biggest conversation. There are things to celebrate, and I think one of the things we want to to talk about is UGMC. They have done well. This university, uh, Ghana Medical Center, I remember we made a lot of noise. Open UGMC, open UGMC. Okay, it's been five years already, and they are doing the work. They are doing the Lord's work. They've embraced the challenge of um, mixing research, top-notch medical devices, great service delivery, and they're basically the medical and scientific research center of choice. And the place is very neat as well. Hi. Medical director, Dr. Kwame Enimbuama is joining us Hi. as part of activities marking the fifth anniversary of UGMC to talk about raising funds to set up this historic clinical trials unit, which will be another big milestone in the hospital's short life. Good morning, Dr. Enimbuama. Good morning. Thank you for joining us and congratulations on five years of UGMC. It's, it's come so quickly. Thank you. It's, yeah, it's very. Come so quickly. You know, how have you been? How is the place? Is it, are you doing well? Are you? We are, we are doing very, are you, very well. Are you expanding? We are doing very, very well. As you know, we started five years ago uh-huh. and over the years we've been able to mm. um, increase our portfolio of services. Mm-hmm. Um, the hospital basically is in threefold. Mm-hmm. Our mandate is in threefold. One is the clinical services, mm-hmm. two is research, mm-hmm. and three is training. And all these three 
uh, mandates are being fulfilled. So Very clinical nicely. is when clinical you go, services when you, you are you sick go, and you and come yes. to the hospital and then research research because you are part of a university exactly and exactly. then training and then so you are, you are like a, you are like a teaching hospital like a teaching hospital but in addition to that we have uh, what we call a training and simulation center okay and this is quite a big thing with mm-hmm. um, as it were gadgets so traditionally. You know, when we were training in medical school, mm-hmm. you, you you practice directly on human beings. Mm-hmm. But this time around, you practice on mannequins mm-hmm. so that once you perfect your skill, then mm-hmm. you can transfer onto human beings. So, mm-hmm. so you know, it's, it's your mandate the that, teaching. Is your mandate the three things you mentioned? I, yes. That's your mandate? Mainly. And then in terms of your five years, what would you name as some of your major milestones? Yeah, major milestones. First of all, for the clinical services, mm-hmm. we've been able to open almost all our clinical services to augment what is already existing in the country. But in addition, particularly, we have a second heart center at oh. our hospital uh, where we've done various open heart surgeries. Mm-hmm. Um, so far, over, almost over 50. Mm-hmm. We've also done, uh, we have a cardiac catheterization lab. So mm-hmm. in collaboration with some partners outside, we've been able to do mm-hmm. um, endoscopic you know, repair for some children. Mm. So that's quite a major for us. Wow. We also um, have almost all the clinical services on board in a very nice environment. Our mm. ICUs, our emergency, we have a reproductive health center also. Wow. In terms of public hospital, we have um, an assisted reproductive uh, center mm-hmm. where we do what we call commonly IVF. Mm. IVF. So wow. that is also... So you are like a world-class facility in Ghana. It, it, it really is. a world-class is. facility. It is. Amazing. So what are some of the activities lined up for the fifth anniversary celebrations? So for the fifth anniversary celebrations, mm. we have ongoing... Um, Tomorrow, Wednesday, we'll have the launch of mm-hmm. the uh, fifth anniversary. And then on Friday, we'll have games, mm-hmm. games for our staff and our friends. Then Saturday, we'll go to Mampon School for the death, mm-hmm. for the deaf, sorry, mm-hmm. where we are going to um, do medical screening. And this is going to cover a whole range of services. <clears throat> we'll look at their eyes, we'll mm-hmm. look at the uh, dental services mm. and then their general well-being, mm-hmm. do some basic laboratories for them and then also talk to them about adolescent reproductive health. You're going to their junior school, so mm-hmm. they have uh, you know, junior high school students mm-hmm. as well. So we'll talk to them about adolescent reproductive health. Mm. And so those will be the things we'll the do on Saturday. Yeah. Okay, let's talk and about that. then we'll okay. have you know, a climax on mm-hmm. the uh, 25th of August. We'll have a climax with, uh, you know, Debas, uh, we call it in Ghana, mm-hmm. where we'll also do uh, the various things and give some awards to deserving mm-hmm. uh, staff. So I understand that one of the things you want to do is to set up the estate of the art inpatient clinical trials unit. Yes. And clinical trials labs where the trials will be performed safely to international standards. Okay, so let's start from point one. Okay. What is a clinical trials unit? So a clinical trials unit is basically a unit where clinical trials or research is conducted, mm-hmm. especially into medicines, 
new medicines that are you know going to come on the market and then also medical devices mm-hmm. that are supposed to be for patient care mm-hmm. um and this comprises basically of laboratory mm-hmm. and this kind of laboratories need to be first class so that various trials you know in usually when new medicines are coming up we don't do trials in africa it's mostly done in the west mm-hmm. but we want to set up a very good uh, clinical laboratory mm-hmm. so that all the various medicines whilst they are testing them out there it can also be tested on africans or you know on black people here mm-hmm. living in you know this parts of of the world mm-hmm. and then it will then provide very solid data mm-hmm. to inform whether these medicines really work for our people in our environment or not. Mm -hmm. So that is one of the major things. And then it goes together with the wards, Mm -hmm. the clinical wards Mm -hmm. uh, that uh, comes with it because some of the patients need to be admitted Mm -hmm. and monitored. So that is what this clinical trials unit is about. And it's being spearheaded by our research. As I mentioned earlier, that our research department Mm -hmm. uh, is very strong. And they've been able to do quite a lot. They've we have our own institutional review board, so mm-hmm. you don't need uh, you know uh, to send your things if you want to do research at UGMC or indeed if you want to do research anywhere else, you can approach our IRB, mm-hmm. and then they will be of assistance. And they are doing very very good, good work. Yeah. All right. So, do you have any partners? Already on board for this. Yeah, we have some partners on board. The MDS Lancet. Okay. We are collaborating with them. They are going to bring in the equipment and some personnel as well. Mm-hmm. But we need more collaborators in terms of the space uh, to to develop the space that we have identified for the laboratory. Mm. So, how can the public support the fundraising exercise for the clinical trials unit? Yeah, the public can support by by donating in cash. Mm-hmm. I think for this particular one, uh, because we need to develop the infrastructure, mm-hmm. and it has to be to very uh, speci- some specifications mm-hmm. that is required internationally. So, funds in terms of cash, you know, not I mean money would be most welcome. Mm-hmm. So uh, is there a system in which the public can contribute? Yes, there is. So if if you don't mind, yes, I can uh, put up... It's like a short code or yes, some number. Yes, a short code or some number. Mm-hmm. You can do that. So you can uh, give it to us at uh, account, our account number, University of Ghana Medical Center General. Mm-hmm. So 101 Mm-hmm. 924. Okay. And that's a, the bank name is Bank of Ghana. Okay. And then it has a SWIFT code. Mm-hmm. But it, anybody, once you go to our website, mm-hmm. you can contact us also at the center. Mm-hmm. And then we can, you know, um, give you the, the, the details SWIFT, of how the details. you can. Yes. Right. So maybe I can repeat it. University mm-hmm. of Ghana Medical Center, mm-hmm. the account name. That's University of Ghana Medical Center General. Mm-hmm. And the account number is 1018 The bank name is Bank of Ghana. Okay. Wonderful. We're still talking to uh, Dr. Kwame Nimbuama, Director of Medical Affairs, UGMC, five years old, building 
a state-of-the-art inpatient clinical trials unit and a clinical trials lab where trials will be performed locally to international standards. And this is part of your fifth anniversary celebration, soliciting for support to get this on board. Already we're getting partnership from MDS Lancet where they need more agencies and organizations to come on board in particular. So we just announced the bank account number. You can go on the website for more information. Now you're going to Mapostol of the Deaf yes. as part of the celebration and you are going to do free screening services, right? Yes. Now what's your final message to the public in relation to the UGMC and what you are doing? What well, the public uh, final message is that UGMC is a state-of-the-art center in Ghana. Mm-hmm. We provide world-class services and we encourage everybody. Sometimes people think that you necessarily need to be referred by somebody before, you know, mm-hmm. another hospital, but we also provide walk-in services. So anybody at all can walk in there mm-hmm. and, um, you know, for any services that you need. Mm. And we assure you that you get the best of services at UGMC. Wonderful. Thank you very much, Dr. Kwame Enimbuama. Thank you. Director of Medical Affairs, UGMC. So, five years of excellence, many more to come. We'll be right back. Stay with us. This is the City Breakfast Show. The City Breakfast Show. Rise above the noise.
10 minutes to 10. A few quick birthday requests coming through. We skipped them earlier during the intro. And so, just let's just, just go through some of them for me quickly this morning. Okay, um, let me uh, personally wish um, Mrs. Benedicta Cluche, former girls prefect inside Three Town Senior High School, married mm-hmm. to the uh, school prefect, uh, my good friend and brother, um, is that, Cyril. What, is that what uh, you were Works with the ages department. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, Benedicta, Chale, you are an amazing, an amazing, an amazing woman and an inspiration. Bless you for continuing to be with the, the family and, and, and keeping us together. Mm. God will continue to reward you in All a right. billion ways. This one says, happy birthday to my wife, Angelina Tamaklo, and her twin, Angelica Adeka. Mm-hmm. May God oil their path and bless them with his grace welcome mm. to the fourth floor from dennis tamaklo in kotoku and this one says good morning city fm please help me wish my daughter henrietta and uh, Anan of services junior high school burma camp i wish her god's blessing favor and wisdom upon her life may the good lord continue to protect you it's coming in from mom dad and <coughs> your siblings who say they love you so 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 much this one says happy birthday to um is it DL or DL? Charlie, Shen Rule of uh, Aditrom School. Uh, you are seven today, and as the number seven represents perfection, so shall you become perfect. And it's coming in from Dad, Mom. This one says, "Please, TFM, help me wish my dear wife, Mrs. Ben Beth Beatrice Adabo. Oh, okay, Adabo of Valleyview University Basic School." And then he's, the person is wishing you God's blessings. Thanks for giving or being my partner and friend for the past 36 years. Charlie, then he be serious years old. 36, my dad. Close to our. <laughs> this one says, Glorious 8th wedding anniversary to my uh, to Sami Osei of Newmont. Oh, our man, Sami Osei and his beloved wife, Essi Nam. It's coming in from Mrs. Samachuku and the entire family. This one says, Happy birthday to Mrs. Rukaya. Uh, Al Hassan, more wins for you. It's coming in from Benjamin and Ashaiman. And this one says, Hi, Bernard and team. Kindly wish Mr. Charles, Mensa Managing Partner of Trust Consult Limited, a happy birthday. He is a father to men. It's coming in from Richfield. Question. Mm. You want to do some? Yeah, yeah. Uh, this one's uh, two belated birthday messages. Uh, belated happy birthday to Nanaya and Ponsandapa of Jandel Limited messages coming from myself and from Gina. And happy birthday to, uh, happy, belated happy birthday to Daniel Odro of The Finder. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, he's, a, he's a great guy. So All right, let me do one quick one. Alaji Mahama Salia and his wife, Fiwu... Huh? This is confusing. Alaji Mahama Banda, Alaji Mahama Salia, Fiwura Banda of Wenchi Banda Line. And his wife are uh, celebrating their fifth wedding anniversary. So, Mr. and Mrs. Mahama Fiwura have a happy fifth wedding anniversary. Open says here comes uh, let's take a few more. This one says that uh, we want to say happy 28th birthday to our friend and brother Edem Adoche. 
Um, it says that may God continue to give him the warm heart that he has to help others academically. And above all, may his heart desires be granted by Yahweh. Uh, this one is coming in from the 2022 KNUST MSC Accounting and Finance Group 7. This one says, um, happy birthday to Mrs. Rosemont Arthur, an auditor at the payroll unit of the Ghana Audit Service. As you celebrate today, May you excel in everything you do and may you reach greater heights in the service. Coming in from Louisa Ado. And this one says, uh, happy 82nd birthday to Mrs. V Victoria Amwakoata of uh, Dansoma. It's coming in from uh, Ruby and the family. And they're saying, may you live long and continue to be with them and impact them with greater wisdom. <laughs> quick messages bernard so when you build your house people typically assume everywhere as paved and later start carving out sections to put in grass to put in grass and plants rather you must assume everywhere is green and later carve out paved areas to cater for vehicle access and walking paths when we finish when we're finishing our house everyone thought we would have flats because the whole complex slopes downwards to our land but because 70 percent of our land is landscaped we never have this challenge very simple it's called Sponge City, designed to soak water and not run off. This is an architect. But in Finland, from crash, kids go for hikes more. They are told about environment with this saying, trees are part of us. Your environment is you, your health and your economy. Keep it safe in your interest. Catch me if you can. of uh, comments thanks uh, Bernard and Richard thanks for today by the power vested in me mm -hmm. I commission you to fire more sense into our minds at least once a month like today to give us some rude awakening else we are going to die development is not about big mansions and big cars alone I just woke up with pain that we will all end building a huge humongous village called Ghana and there you go with more firing of sense into our minds. God bless you. Coming from Mark. Good morning, guys. I've been suffering this diarrhea of questions and a constipation of answers mm. for the past 10 years. What is the Ghanaian dream? Great rant this morning. Keep up the good work. Coming from Echo. You cannot see 
black man is capable of managing his own affairs. A rather long one from Archibald Frempong. He says, great team. I'm currently watching your show live on YouTube and I wanted to share my thoughts on the topic. Having relocated to London for some two years now, I've witnessed the effectiveness of a well-functioning system and the value plays on green spaces. The presence of parks and gardens all around is truly remarkable. Probably every 10, 15 meter walking, uh, kilometer walking space. It's inspiring to see how the UK prioritizes green spaces. Shocking, they will have smaller room sizes and have big gardens at the back of their house. As someone in the sustainability profession, I think it's sad looking at the Ghana situation. Without adequate green spaces, Ghana may face several challenges. First, the lack of green areas can contribute to an increased pollution and air quality issues. Mm-hmm. As trees and plants help to absorb pollutants and provide cleaner air. Additionally, the absence of green spaces can lead to a rise in urban heat island effects, making cities hotter and less comfortable for residents. Green spaces also play a crucial role in providing, so in preserving biodiversity and supporting wildlife habitats, which are essential for balanced ecosystem. Furthermore, access to green spaces has been linked to improved mental health and well-being. This links to Richard Sky's point on life expectancy. By creating parks and recreational areas, we can provide opportunities for relaxation, exercise, and community engagement, enhancing the overall quality of life for Ghanaians. Let's work towards creating a greener and more sustainable future for our country. Thank you for addressing this important issue on your program today. Coming in from Archibald Frempong. Open sesame, here comes Rastaman. Yeah! Abacadabra, catch me if you can. That's all we have time for. Thank you for listening. To the Breakfast Show live in Accra with Nathan, Godfred, Sky,